0: What is the big deal? You are so uptight. I I don't want
1: to be part of any Hollywood establishment. I don't want to meet Hollywood people. I don't want to have anything to do with them.
0: I had a My
1: wife wants to go to these parties and stuff. I don't. I'm not interested.
0: Life. My you, best friend in the world. I, I met when I was four. Mary Wigmore.
1: You mean to tell me she's not famous and she's your best friend in the world? <laughs> she's not famous. Why would you waste your time with Mary Wigmore? <laughs> Are you
0: crazy? Because she's the greatest human
1: ever. But you have famous friends, right?
0: I do. I have some. I have some famous friends, and I have mostly not famous. Who's
1: friends. your most impressive famous friend that I would be excited about? I can't believe you did that. First of all, you don't even. You said you were gonna do court. it. Oh, I'm a liar. I'm a liar. Hour and a half. <laughs> I have not taken a break. Spread the word about Sirius. We do not <laughs> take commercial breaks that often. Let's go ahead to Randy. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: But, yeah, I'll go out with her. He's under duress here. <laughs> I would. A
3: girl.
1: I would go out with her. Yeah,
3: I don't okay. understand. Him. First of all, you
1: wouldn't. No, you're, first of all, you're in a different situation. I got three girls at home. My, my yeah, So my what does that mean? I'm 53 years old. All my gr- my girls when they were young were in love with black people. Um, I went to visit <laughs> Ashley at summer camp, and she had a big poster of Usher over her bed. Oh yeah. And Usher. like you know, it's a little startling. I go, I go, what's this? And she goes, uh, Oh my god, isn't he the hottest thing? And I went, Oh yes.
0: Very much so. Oh, he's very hot.
1: Very hot. What? I have to get rid of the wrap-up show because, (laughs) and I'll tell you why, the purpose of the wrap-up show is not to sit there and criticize me. Whatever I'm doing is so that everyone here can make a living. He's doing both things simultaneously.
0: It may not be totally x-y. That's right. You could be XX.
1: I might be a tranny <laughs> or a shim, a he-she <laughs> or something like that.
2: I don't believe it.
1: Why?
2: I don't believe you
1: result. Why? Because you spent all your life with
0: Ralph and you gay. How can a heterosexual man spend his life with a homosexual?
1: First of all, you're trying to be funny. Second of all, uh, I
0: told you uh, he has this theory that you're gay.
1: Yeah, and let me tell you something. Ralph is my friend. Ralph and I don't spend the... When's the last time we got together socially? I can't even remember. Believe me, I know one thing. If it was a choice, I'd be gay. Because it'd be a lot easier.
0: Judith Regan has her own theory. I think Howard collaborates better with women because he's gay. I actually think that Howard is a gay man trapped in a straight man's body. And uh, Howard works with women, at least he worked with me, the way I've worked with most of my gay authors over the years.
1: Oh, I watched that horrible movie that won the Oscar.
0: I I knew you would not oh love my Parasite. God. And Parasite is one of the greatest movies greatest. ever made.
4: Ding, dong, 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 ding,
1: you dong, didn't dong.
0: get to the good part. I there mean, was a oh setup.
4: I, I watched the whole movie. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Phil Moore, a.k.a. Jim Fix. With me for the ride is Mr. Jay Santi from Turnbuckle Tabloid. How are you, my brother?
3: I'm doing well, sir. I'm, um just 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 worn out today today was one of those days that you just <laughs> you, you had to you had to the work stuff and then you had family things and then just 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 was just worn down but then then it then it comes a call from you and says it's wake-up time this is my new cocaine Quite. <laughs> from-
4: <laughs> well we're getting you're getting high on your own supply right now and we are actually we're doing a dual session now james while james and i are recording Jay and I are recording um I think James is too formal like my limousine driver or something like that. <laughs> it's like your, uh, your butler or your, butler, your... exactly yes uh, please please <laughs> we will have tea James <laughs> um on the settee uh the uh at the same time we're recording this session which is about the ill treatment that uh that uh, Richard Christie got from Wig when it, he got wind that uh, Richard had a speaking, a cameo but it was a speaking part in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because of his friendship with James Gunn at the time uh, he had to shit all over it Sam and Bob are recording a session about Kumia and Kumia's meltdown uh, more, very recently and we James and I were just talking a little bit about jeez I keep fucking doing it, Jay and I were talking about How I I didn't understand, I didn't realize that Kumia's overt racism was as bad as it was back in the day, and that the issues with Bill like Bill has had to school, um, Bill has had to school, and Patrice have had to school Kumia on his just his his views a long time ago.
3: Yeah, uh, years ago, there, you know, before uh, Patrice passed away, there, there, there was. Animosity between Patrice and 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 um, Anthony. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it was Jimmy who kept Jimmy Norton, who kept the peace because he really enjoyed Patrice on the show. He thought it was a, he was a great fit for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever Jimmy wasn't there, Patrice would always fill in for him and would um, helped to to continue the, the 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 flow of the show. But it it, it came out later on that Patrice really couldn't stand him. He he he. He he kept going on because of Jimmy, but also wa- thought that there was probably some kind of hope that maybe Kumia would would turn around on his thoughts. But nope, apparently the 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 racism gets stronger by the day.
4: He doubled down, man, and he he went on a basically if you, those of you guys who aren't familiar with it, basically he. I mean, there's there's allegations from way back when, and Opie will confirm this. But then Opie's a, a bit of a bullshit art narcissist himself. Uh, but the truth is somewhere in the middle. But more recently, he got went got busted for like a really awful uh, racist rant on while gaming, <laughs> a guy who's 60 years old gaming like Call of Duty online and yelling out the N word and uh, you know just being a really obnoxious drunk asshole. Um, which is already not endearing to begin with. And then he, um, he was outed for that, and then he went to the Comedy Cellar and got escorted out by uh, Club Soda Kenny of Dice Clay Fan, who's been doing security for a long time. And for those of you wondering whether Club Soda Kenny is some kind of deviant or that he's he's one of those Me Too type people, no, he just got, there's a New York Times article from 2006 that I, put, I, I found, and it basically, he got, he got his pension from from the force, uh, but he's re- so he's a retired police officer. But he's full time security even now. And yeah, the- if there was any kind of real scandal, he wouldn't be able to work.
3: Yeah, he was doing he was doing security for Schumer, Amy Schumer. Yeah, yeah. but it turns out that he's also doing security for Bill Burr yeah. as well. Right. And Kumia just didn't seem to understand that whatever relationship or friendship, because. Uh, Club Soda Kenny used to do – well, he used to drive uh, Opie. Opie, yeah. yeah. He used to do the work for, with Opie, and um, Kumia didn't, you know, understand that, listen, guy, this is my job. This is what This, this is what has to be done. Yeah. And, uh, they don't want you here.
4: I got to tell you to go. That's it. Well, first of all, what what people are not quite – like, some people are not understanding that um, Kumia talked shit about Bill's wife, which – in any world I, I in any world i've ever known that gets you a fucking pop in the head from the from the husband uh you're just going to stick up for your wife but then he said about black women not being attractive and then so and he's also been a racist for so long that what do you think bill's going to do right. what do you think whose whose side is bill going to take his wife and the mother of his children or you know racist asshole who can't really do anything for him anymore
3: yeah i i was um I got. I got to listen to his part of the situation just quickly, and uh, yeah, I was. I was listening to it, going, "Yeah, you don't look good here, bro." Regardless of how you fish, you you try to fish for some kind of uh, sympathy.
4: Of, the sympathy, you don't. You don't sound good here, sir. No, he doesn't. And so there's. So Sam and and uh, Chicago Bob are going to go through it, and I, I know they're going to do a great job. But it's something that. Um, you know, like he, you have to understand. Like, first of all, his his right to impeach, his right to, um, you know, say whatever he believes has not been assailed. It's just that he doesn't understand there are going to be consequences when you say things that people don't like, or if they feel it's going to be detrimental to their career, you become anthrax and they stay away. He's not able to put that together because he's an insane narcissist. That and the funny stops being funny once you go across a certain line, and yeah.
3: It's it's what it's like the MTV Real World when a real becomes real.
4: <laughs> yeah. So do you think this will actually end his career and like the Compound Media thing, or did where force him to consolidate and just kind of do his own thing and and become you know the Kumia show once again instead of Compound Media and he has to get rid of people?
3: No, I think that um, he has his audience and his audience is you know the same individuals of the same ilk. ilk who- yeah sentiment you know that that that'll keep them afloat it's just as this, this you know the same as you know the carlson hannity's kind of people they're, they're, they'll they still be around but mm-hmm. there are individuals who are tied to them you know as is Shuli Shuli show and such that um are not questioning whether or not they should continue their relationship with him
4: well, he's on that poster. You, me, and Len were making fun of uh, Kumia features prominently as one of them, and, and not not for no reason. A bigger font than other some of the other people on there as a draw. Meanwhile, yeah. he's not a stand-up comic. No,
3: no. So it's it's it's. I, I think after that, there's going to be some kind of um, discussions on whether or not he will he'll be able to play along with the others, or it's, or, or or like we've been mentioning. Eh, that,
4: that 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 SJ Titanic is about to hit the iceberg soon anyway, so... I think so, yeah. And so it's so, so. what we're basically saying, the other thing is we don't know that Bill is going to ever talk about it, or his wife, uh, or somebody else. Uh, loads of other people are going to talk about it, and Opie has given his thoughts, but uh, it's not worth listening to. And um, it's ironic, though, that he and um, he and Kumia both uh they both have their own insane, like warped view of how they are perceived. They don't quite get it, right? Where they stand in the show business ladder. And it, it ain't like 2002 anymore.
3: Yeah, there's, there's, you know, comedy, you and I being big comedy fans, stand up comedy fans, it's like, you. it's a stark contrast for what it was 20 years ago, over 20 years. And, uh, some may say it's unfortunate. Some may say it's a change that needs to happen, or and some may say it's an adjustment that needs to be made. That's right. But for individuals that are in the business right now, who's been doing it for so long, you know, that time is gone, man. And it's un, it's un, it's un, it's, un, it's it's unfortunate for those who do it who don't seem to get it
4: yet. Yeah. Well, what's what the other thing is, and I, even I have to come to come to ter- terms with certain you know certain lexicon uh some words that i use that have to be that are they're just been verboten for a long time yeah. uh, most notably the f word you just can't use it and expect that you're going any good's going to come from it but uh, and whether you like it or not is not the issue it's whether you understand that that's the way things are so whether you prefer it, whether you think it's awful, it doesn't really matter because you have to deal with it on a human level. And also, as a, if you're doing comedy, you have to, you also have to figure out, look, that's the way the game's played now. And if I want to be in this game, I got to play by the rules. Exactly, exactly. It's, so anyway, guys, we're going to go right into the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. It goes back to 2017, May 8th. And we're going to start off with Wiggy shitting on his cameo. Did you go see?
1: Uh, oh, aren't you in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Someone told me. Uh huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What do you play? It's something stupid. No, I'm a Ravager. It's Bullshit. awesome. Bullshit. No, it's awesome. No, I God, have you. a you line too. <laughs> yeah. What's your line? Down there. Did you go see it? Yeah, it's awesome. And can you be seen, or are you like in yeah. costume? Yeah. I mean it's quick, but I can be seen. Can meet you can your face? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have makeup Why on. Why did and they stuff. let you do that? Like the. Uh, I've someone... been friends with James, the director, yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Go back there and make a phony phone. Does he phone, know
0: right? you wear shit pants? Uh
2: that <laughs> wasn't even that was not even thirty
4: seconds. <laughs>
3: no, because it's just it, you hear the, the the, and this is it, this isn't even like oh I'm playing a character Howard. No, no, no. This is the despise. This is really the the disgust of Wiggy. This
4: is it's just exuding all over him. It's it's he. he he had to demean him by saying, "Like, fetch me." It's no different than he said, "Fetch me some, fetch me a cup of tea, wench." Uh, you are "You're my bitch." Was him? That's what he was trying to say. Yeah. You know, don't try to think you're more than you are. So, we're getting, it's going to get worse, guys. Trust me. This is the tip of the iceberg.
1: Yeah. Oh, he knows. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> took me because of my shit pants. <laughs> I even shit on set. How long did you have to hang around the set for uh, one line like that?
2: Uh, like for the day. For the day. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was so cool. I got it to was sit. Awesome. I sat next to Kurt Russell in the makeup <laughs> trailer. Was, I shit my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the movie's hilarious yeah I want to see. I like the oh, first yeah one. So I love good.
0: Guardians of the Galaxy I can't wait to see the new
2: one you didn't see the new one did you did you go to the premiere and everything because uh the movie. no not the premiere yeah. I just went me and uh my wife and JD went to I
1: know movie. like that's a big deal to like be in like the director did you solid and threw you in for a real quick moment but that's a waste of a fucking day honestly Let's. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh how many how many examples can we get from Wiggy about wasting a day? Oh yeah. Uh, where 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 to begin on the level? The,
4: La- the Larry Sanders show. <laughs> oh we my cash cashed a ninety-nine cent check from the fucking Larry Sanders show.
3: Uh, anytime anytime that he's doing a talk show appearance, uh many of his many of his moments at AGT, That's just oh. those are wasted days behind <laughs> behind
4: each other. Well, it's, this this is the thing. You and I are are pop culture geeks, and mm-hmm. in, in, of a different different aspects of the business. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't um, ju- I wouldn't be like any kind of massive fanboy to do something like what Richard has done. But I would definitely do it because who wouldn't want to be to see yourself on a massive screen. I guess it's a bit of narcissism, but it's also a, a just pop culture. Be to your part of suddenly you're part of the zeitgeist, even if only incrementally, attaching yourself to something that will be bigger. It just it'll just get bigger over the years unless there's some kind of controversy, which there was with James Gunn. But Guardians Three is due to come out regardless of any controversy. That's how big it is
3: right. And he's now taking over the d c universe. and it's it it just motivated him to even make changes in and. In- uh, continue his success in Hollywood uh, throughout, and, and and like you mentioned, who wouldn't want to take uh, uh, such a waste of a day? Shit, me! I already kind of resemble Ben Grimm anyway, so I might as well just like take a role somewhere. <laughs> like I think about th-
4: th- think about it as well in in terms of this. Okay, cons, comic cons, horror cons, whatever. When Richard Christie's done, if he needs to, he now has. A a little frame of himself pointing down towards the camera, like from from below, saying like she's doing the down there thing. If you guys look, it's on YouTube. It's like a six second clip, and uh, when Michael Rooker walks by and salutes him or whatever, and, and then and that's it. He can make a print of that and sign it for con at cons the rest of his life and make some extra money on it if he wants to.
3: Of course, and uh, we'll go you know a little bit more to when you when you hear it, when you hear the, his aspect of it, but. He's not letting this affect him at all. He he's he's a pig in shit here. It's mm. it's great. You, yeah, you, that's the feeling you want, regardless yes. of how much as how we say on this side, how much of a
4: hater Wiggy's being about this. Richard is, is 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 he's he's loving every moment of it. But do you think after it was all said and done, that Richard went off somewhere and discussed, or people discussed with him, like, or his wife even called him and said, like, what the fuck was that about?
3: Um. Yes and no, and because by this they, time we are know, ra- yeah. how he is. You know, hey, you know, you do a you know contrast and comparison. You know, I you know I got the uh, the the stern nameplate from uh, Iron Man or the Avengers and such, and it's like I was in the movie. Yeah,
4: it's like fuck off, <laughs> and you you and you know it's genuine when he's saying it. And also the difference being, yeah, Richard was actually in the movie. Howard's character, like his name was used, like his surname. That was it. And
3: I got a I, I got an Iron Man replica of mask. <laughs> <It's> like,
4: <laughs> that's the best. The part one's going to be coming out soon, guys. You're a real actor. <laughs> you know, the, that
0: but what else is thing. he going
4: to do? I don't know. Mm.
1: Look
0: for some more shit this end.
1: Right. Yeah, it's true. What would his day be? Mm. What did he miss out so on? So hey. he can
0: go to another bar.
2: Yeah. It was an awesome day for did me. Did you talk to Kurt Russell? Uh, no, no, I didn't want to bother him. I sat in Kurt Russell's shit. Mm. He had shit in the makeup chair. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, uh, that wrestler, Batista, he is so fucking hilarious in the new Guardians of the Galaxy. I am so sick of wrestlers because... <laughs>
4: <laughs> and welcome to my world ladies and gentlemen. Yay. <laughs> he might be the the funniest part of the Guardians. He gets the he gets the the total, you know, kind of uh, goofball lines and gets huge pops in that second film especially uh he was one of the if you ask moviegoers because they survey or they do exit surveys for films these days when they're trying to figure out how the film wants you know what the what kind of reaction they want to you know for final release and i'm certain all of those scenes with him and um uh, what's her name Uh, mantis and uh that that probably got the biggest pops of the film
3: please the christmas special was hilarious i love i was i was I was so surprised at how funny he really I mean I, I watched the, I, I, you know I watched the, the series the, the, um, the series of Guardians movies but in I, you know as a throwaway kind of show that they did for the Christmas special on Disney Plus I thought he'd st- he stole he stole he and to stole the whole thing I thought it was hilarious
4: so would you be down like eventually we're going to do a you know a, a series of sh- a, like a series of him shitting on the rock or a show where he shits on the rock over the years after having him in the studio
3: Oh, uh, is it,
4: it, it's, it's the opposite
3: of reshinding? <laughs>
4: there, it's, it's the exact direct opposite of reshinding. and no, which you would, you know, it would be a proper reshending if the rock would ever come on, but you don't think that's ever going to happen do you.
3: No, no. Well, come back on the show. Yeah. Uh, he's so, he's such in dire straits right now for attention. I wouldn't be surprised if it did occur that, uh, now I'm sorry, I'm talking about Wiggy. I'm not talking about, about rock. I am not talking about Wiggy. Um, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised, but that would be under Dwayne Johnson's call because he he'll probably
4: be he's most likely the type of like you were talking shit about me. Eh, fuck him! I'm not going back on there. I would. I would like to think so, but we've we've been proven wrong by so many people. I mean, like Springsteen actually, you know, made it in like hell did freeze over and he went in, but. who knows what ram- What you? Who knows what went on? What wrangling went on in order for that to happen to begin with? So either way, we're going to continue with this one, guys.
1: Main actors. It's fucking insulting to the yeah. Acting they professor.
0: stay in wrestling? No, but wrestling alone. kind of
4: is
1: acting, so they're uh, they should, You know what? No, it isn't. They
0: but should, they've got jobs They're actors who can't get jobs
1: Yeah, they're worse than soap opera <laughs> actors. Like they're like,
0: hey, you told me
1: you thought I was a, I was less than a man. That's right. You're less than a man. Yeah. Well,
4: I'll see you in the ring. I don't think he's actually watched one wrestling promo in his entire life, or he did vaguely one time and he's basing it on his, the, the, him, him trying to freestyle here is cringe. It's worse than the Ken Patera promo. Now,
3: now, (laughs) now, now I'm, now I'm getting offended. And I'm not even, I'm not even a wrestler. No, but, um, he, he always spoke about whenever Vince McMahon would come in or Stephanie would come in that uh, he would watch wrestling with his grandpa, and yeah. so. But you know that's Jesus. That's many months, maybe what a uh, uh, gorgeous George around that time and stuff like yeah. that. But he doesn't understand like for the most part, especially when it comes to WWE, they have you know uh, acting coaches. They have. Yes individuals who teach them their promos who walk them through their promos they have scripts they have to f- memorize lines it's not like it used to be where it was a shoot uh, or you were you were cut a promo from the top of your head yeah Most, now these days they're 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 having them you know hit certain marks on on uh on their scripts and on their lines to ensure that they're in they're, they're, they're getting something across to the audience he's he, he it's 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 sad that even to this day, and and I, and I listen to and I listen to a lot of old um, Stern stuff, but you know, it's sad that he he tries to sell um, negativity as comedy. Mm-hmm. It's not that he's um, he's not genuine with his negativity because he is that's him that he's actually is,
4: but you he's can, not, all, but, but he's not genuine with the reasons behind it.
3: Right. And there's no there's no real entertainment anymore behind it, because after a while you start to sit there and realize, wow, you really are a miserable fucking prick. Like, yeah. wow, you can't be happy for Richard or, or or even
4: a wrestler who actually broke out of that genre to make it big. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. I mean, it's the one thing where if he you, you get all that that sort of that reverse rescinding that he gives the rock, but he would in a minute take it right up the ass and say, you know, the transition you made from acting from from wrestling to acting was mind blowing. That's the word he'd use. Meanwhile. I mean, Hogan was getting acting gigs until since since whenever. Now he wasn't a, 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 a he wasn't particularly gifted as a thespian, but The Rock actually has a presence on screen. That's and, and if you think about it, when you when you mentioned about how it's scripted now in, in terms of wrestling, that's just to make an easier, faster product. Not an easier, but it, it makes it easier to cut when the person right. doesn't have to keep trying these fucking promos. Cut again, action, get your marks. And then it's also less stressful for the um, for the uh the wrestler because they've got a production team in the old days. You're right. Those guys had to cut however many promos in so much time. And some of them were naturals. Jake, the snake could, you could just turn on the fucking mic and let him flow. Yeah. Yeah. Hogan
3: wasn't Olivier, but
4: you know, (laughs) so on my, uh,
3: on my podcast, Turnbuckle tabloid guys, make sure you check it out. Cheap plug. Uh, I, I discussed the last of the wrestling, like mega stars. Who's the last of the mega stars and who, uh, has broken out of wrestling to become, you know, you know, Hollywood's darling or whatever. And Batista has been one that the audience has grown a fondness to. Cena, John Cena has, you hear him everywhere. He's on commercials for cash or, or, or pistachios. His voiceover everywhere. Before,
4: before then, Jesse the Body Ventura, that that turn in Predator, he stole the show.
3: Exactly. Jesse there. Jesse. Oh, you say there. I loved him in Running Man when he was the, the announcer. Cap-
4: Captain what was the name. Captain Fabulous or some cat. I can't remember his name, um, but uh, you're right. He was in that, too. And then he he got he got gigs with like Stallone and Demolition Man, which is just a bit part. Probably there was more to it. But the whole point is he got and it was funny. He got his sag like he got his screen actors insurance. <laughs> so he told Vince, fuck you. I don't need your insurance. I don't need a union. Fuck them. Exactly. Then you you know we we could always go
3: past. Even Sergeant Slaughter got gigs with GI Joe with uh, with the cartoon series. Um, it it, it 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 transcended. King Kong Bundy was popping up on on TV shows like uh, Married with Children* and stuff. Oh yeah. It's it you you often have to think about how, um, Wiggy just can't seem to understand that you are just isolated to that world. And that world is behind the microphone because you can't do anything. Although you look like a mutant in the X-Men, you're mm-hmm. not going to, you're not going to leave that world. <laughs> known
4: Even though at home you look like professor Xavier, cause you're always sitting in a chair and you're bald. <laughs> you're bald. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if, imagine like we, if we, I have it, I have a copy of it, him on SNL with Norm Macdonald. It's always, I'm playing me. I'm playing me. Now sometimes with the wrestlers that happened too. I remember Bret Hart did a fucking hilarious sketch on Mad TV playing himself, where he comes in because the the kid at home is being like shit on by his parents. Will Sasso is playing the dad, of course, and he's just sort of getting like treated like shit. They he goes, "I want to. I'm not taking your stuff no more." And then Bret Hart goes, "I want you to introduce my. I want to introduce my friend Bret the Hitman Hart." And then he comes in. How's it going? <laughs> Even the dad's square off it's a funny sketch but there was nothing to it and yet he because they have this also built-in um a comfort level in front of the camera because they film so much wrestling for tv purposes and the tv productions are like movie productions or even pay-per-views that it's not that big of a leap for them to go into mega million dollar projects and also um like still be believable or still be uh, still have some kind of charisma, which is necessary if you want to sell tickets. Kevin Nash, who
3: is another one who's made it he made tons of money in wrestling, um, not only wrestling, but in movies as well. Mm-hmm. He spoke about it on his podcast where he said, I was already prepared for this because I was doing screenings and and, and readings and had to do one take live. Get it out the way, get it done. Whereas in movies, they could do retake and retake, and I could get a clean cut and done because I was always prepared to do it. And that's what it is. When you're, when you're in front of 20,000 people with a live mic, and they will bash you if you stumble on a word, you know, a, a, a trip over a line, yep. the crowd will let you know it. These guys, Stone um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, same thing, longest yard. Uh, Goldberg himself as well. Wiggy doesn't understand that. Yes, you're in that same world. You're in the same world where you know you're live. You 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 got to make sure that your 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 material and what you're saying is. is it's almost flawless because you'll get you'll you'll, you'll 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 get you'll get hit back. But except your audience is not going to hit you instantly. It's you're going to get a phone call and say, "Hey, Howard, you said something stupid earlier." No, this is instantaneous. So these guys are already prepared for 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 what was
4: coming in Hollywood. Right. They don't have the stress and their preparedness. Well, it'll if they're professional in the, in that world that the step over into, um, into acting professionally isn't that big of a jump it's not that big of a leap i'm also thinking of like roddy piper roddy piper did they live he also he was he was in an episode of highlander that was actually pretty good it was um the tv show um he you know like they they just they can the ones the really talented ones are at the end of the day they're normal guys they're normal guys that trying to get make it it big and make it to make a life and a living for themselves and um they when you think about it they are acting as the characters they play in in the wrestling world so it's not that difficult the same with the comedians comedians have to act a fool on stage to get laughs that's why so many good comics can be good actors but it's always it's almost impossible for a good actor to become a good comedian and before we continue did, did you just
3: hear the ridiculous uh blobbing so oh why don't they just stay in their own world uh, that's step
4: in, it, that's strictly step and fetch it for Massa exa- Howard. Yep, exactly. Yep.
1: <laughs> yes, you will. And you insulted my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's this loud <laughs> bullshit. Oh, the and then bulls- all of a sudden, you know, and then everyone goes, Oh, John Cena is in the new Amy Schumer movie. He's wonderful. No, he wasn't.
0: Yeah, but you used to get hit by, you know, they're still throwing chairs at you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless you become The Rock and then uh, like he gets out of the being hit by a chair business.
2: Right. But that's oh. what you used to do. The best was ultimately. Now, Rock's
1: got that big fucking stupid ass tattoo on his titties and his back. It's like, it's like one big. That's
4: tribal. But for, uh, as, far, as far as I'm concerned, that's as far as I know, that's uh, what Polynesian he's from. Yeah. Uh, he's he's fr- from, is it Fiji? No, Samoan is a uh, Samoan, okay. Samoan. Um but it's tribe. it's 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 actually cultural. Like you when you're shitting on this is no different than him doing the making fun of Charlize their own the the African click language.
3: That and so. uh it, for even for his for his people, his chosen people. It's almost yeah. like wearing a, a yarmulke. for those there's some who do wear it and some who don't. And there's yeah. some in Samoan culture who who have uh
4: the tribal uh, uh pieces yes same with maori uh it's it's just a part of it's it's such a, a, a identifiable part of the uh, culture that it doesn't behoove you to be fucking on that
3: yeah he's um he doesn't understand that it's also in um in that culture it's a rite of passage it's a, guys it's a whole thing but the, you yeah. know if if you know it, when you get the tattoos it's not done with a machine it's no. not like the tattoo? No, it's it's a it's a hammer process. It's, it's it's a long thing. Any case, but he doesn't understand it because once again, he he feigns ignorance because he's a
1: fucking idiot. He is an idiot, absolutely. Giant. I don't. What was he again? Hawaiian symbol or
2: something? I think it looks cool. Get the fuck out of here! You're fucking up my whole show. <laughs> go, go, go! go, go be in a new movie. This guy.
4: Oh, no. Yeah, it's cool. I'm in the yeah, cool. Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy movie. The- who, by the way, isn't listening to this? I'm asking you guys, the listeners. When you heard this the first time, if you heard it the first time, this may be your first time. I, I have no idea. But if, we, when you heard it the first time, who didn't immediately suss out that this was born out of nothing but pure jealousy?
3: Oh please! I, I, when when I first heard this, when I first heard that Richard was going to be in the Guardians movie, I had already said, "Oh, Wiki's going to shit on this." I, I knew. <laughs> I, there's no way that w- Richard does w- w- does not walk out of that studio without fucking uh, uh, just just disdain hanging from the back of him. I, 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 it's just like I said. I, uh, look at my paraphernalia that I got from uh, uh, the Iron Man movie. This is what uh, I, I, it was given to me. I'm in the movie. Fuck off. Yeah, it, this, this,
4: this was coming down the line quickly. Well, it, well, it, uh, that's the only thing I can figure out. It's, it's not just – well, I mean there's also the part of like why I don't want to give this kid credit for – trying to get ahead of the business and get ahead of me and get out of from underneath this fucking shit pile I've created where they all have to live in. There's a section of that. But I think in this case, it's mostly he's a part of this massive blockbuster goddamn industry. Suddenly he's tied into it now and I can't get in it. I can't get in
3: that. That's a, that's a big thing for it because, you know, he's already, he, he's done made uh, enemies. If not directly, but indirectly, to where people was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to have anything to do with this guy. Whereas mm-hmm. Richard is such a lovable part of the show that people say I still listen to the show, but it's not because of the wig; it's because of the other parts that are around him. Mm-hmm. You know, Richard has has built that bridge with a lot of these people uh, that they'll say, Hey, you know, if you want to be a part of this, you know, hey, I'll, I'll put you on. Yeah. We- Wiggy can't stand that he's never made that transition because he's so socially awkward that he can't do that.
4: Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly um, what the um, what the what the situation may have been um, like in terms of in terms of other synergy that Richard might have with um, other, let's say, movie people, what have you. And in fact, when I heard this the first time, saying he was friends with James Gunn, I don't recall the. Um, I don't recall the context. How did, you, how did James Gunn? Was it, was it via? Uh, I, I think it was via the show somehow, or he met him at a con or something.
3: He also um, Richard Richard had played around with doing certain. He was in the Harold and Kumar movie. He had a he had an appearance there. Uh, he's done a lot of uh, uh, like horror flicks, but he's also made a lot of connections with people in the industry because of that because of the horror movies with special effects knowing people who have done makeup and such so I believe that's where it was connected with where he someone he knew in the business who does special special effects um was part of that whole uh, MCU universe so that's how he got connected in
0: like that not, wrestler
1: it's <laughs> insulting what they had you do it's wonderful oh, it's not Get I love pride man I loved it so you give me give me a give me a part like not, not, Hey, that's like what they have. Uh, what's his name do from Marvel? Stan Lee. Oh, he's in it, too. He shows yeah. up in one scene every time. And he's like a bus. He's sitting there like Ralph Cramden in a bus driver's hat. It's like, right. you know
4: what? He's fucking Stan Lee. He came up with all these characters. What a fucking delusional asshole. Anybody who knew anything about comics knows that Stan Lee doesn't have the rights to any of that shit.
3: I, I, I. This is where the the, the, the pop culture geek in me just like it, I, I, I wanna strangle him because it's excruciating. He doesn't he 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 I don't know whether he he does this purposely or he's just really that ignorant. <laughs> he that is. Fucking stupid. Um first of all, once the the that's the that's the whole that was the whole premise of the character of Stan Lee in the Marvel universe is that he would pop up. It transitioned from what he would do it in the comics as well. He they would sometimes write or, or draw an image of Stanley in a comic, just as you know a throwaway that he an would do. Joke, that. right? And it became part of the MCU thing, and it's to be as addressed as we know it's Stanley, but I I I, it's, it's, <laughs> I I hate him. It's almost like what we talked about. is like how he 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 says that he loves music or he loves comedy, and he's oblivious to each one of them it annoys me
4: in addition to this he said it as if richard has the pull to say give me a fucking real part like who, who's gonna who's an a, a guy like a drummer doing sound effects for a fucking morning zookeeper on a podcast has any kind of clout to anybody to say to where they can go like why didn't he go what well, do you have me seated next to this fucking scrub kurt russell i want my own trailer
3: yeah why don't you just have me play star lord i mean i'm <laughs> I mean, this is just ridiculous.
4: <laughs> I could be Star Lord. Why, why, why don't we? Why not we start from there? <laughs> Fucking ass. So out of touch, out of brains.
3: But this is what he. But this is what he would do. That's why, Mister. Yeah. Um, I was once. I was. I was being considered to be cast as the Scarecrow for the Batman movie.
4: Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I threw that in one of the intros. He goes, who was, who was pro- promoting this? Me. I was the only one promoting it. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they press released it based on nothing but his say so. And they said, you know, I was tapped to do this. I was tapped to do that. Like, no so you can you can't even believe you know every time he says he was there's only a few documented cases where a film was in production and then went to shit. and one of them was that film Jane he had lined up to do with uh, Melanie Griffith mm-hmm. that eventually he got out of some she got some kind of settlement because the financing fell through on the picture go figure. Um, and uh, he got something like maybe 50 grand out of you know pay or play kind of thing because he had signed the contract to be in this film but i would have what it would piss me off is that it never went through i would have loved to see him acting like as anybody
3: yeah not not play howard in a fucking private parts movie in which he couldn't even do that properly.
4: i want to ask you a question seriously about private parts i know he talks about the difficulty he had in you know, memorizing lines because, you know, it requires reading and it become requires memorization, both of which he can't do. He needs a script in front of him constantly. He was a wooden he was a wooden Indian. He like you said, he was in the right inside the front door of cheers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right inside the front door of cheers. Um the how if if you had Betty Thomas full of truth serum, how bad do you think he was generally like take, 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 take? Oh, he he was
3: Probably the worst that they had. To, probably worse than Steven Seagal. <laughs> probably on par because if you hear the horror stories that directors have with Steven Seagal, they it, 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 he just comes in and just and uh, shoots from the hip. I would imagine that he has since he has no inkling of paying attention and 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 staying focused on something that he would probably just uh, uh, improvise many of the lines, and it was frustrating for Betty Thomas.
4: Yeah, and I believe that he well, he he did say though well, I was going oh, I'm just gonna improvise whole improv this whole thing. He's like, No, 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 we're on a fucking clock. You're not right. improving shit. Number one, you can't do that. Number two, we can't afford it because, you know, this just not there's no budget. The other thing is I think it's the key is in the edits. If you look in private parts, every time there's a cutaway to Paul Giamatti or um, what's her name, Mary McCormick, it's not just for coverage, it's really because they had to piece his thing together so from so many small parts instead of getting a master take very, very rarely does he have huge long, uh, one camera shots of him doing something. It was literally because he could only handle one sentence at a time. And when you, and when you remember watching it again,
3: you realize how short really the movie is. It's, 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 it's barely over like the 60 minute mark. It's almost like, uh, uh, watching a, uh, uh, a National Geographic documentary or something because they they could I, I would have loved to have seen the uncut version of it and <laughs> how he probably destroyed every other scene that they wanted to to get into and they just probably said, you know what? Scrap that shit. That's
4: just this is this is not gonna work. There's a work print edition somewhere out there that has a bunch of extra stuff that's just VH like it's coded in VHS. It's really shitty quality, whatever, like some certain parts of it that are extra. And they added it basically, it's a supercut using the stuff that was deleted out. And I had it at one point and got rid of it because I just it was just taking up space on my at that time one gigabyte hard drive which was you know not a night or one terabyte hard drive which was like that was a massive amount of space you know and i couldn't afford to just put just put anything in there so that was one of the first things to go but it does exist out there if anybody has a, a line on where to get a copy of that i'd be fascinated to watch it yeah yeah
1: stop insulting it looks like a fucking senile old man when he does that shit it's fucking ridiculous i've had it with everything and these directors who like, you know, I'm going to give you a little part and have you keep you around all day. And, he's, and you can see the cut of the movie and they, they cut you out.
2: I wanted to be around. Yeah, I know.
1: I know man. you do. I know. Because you're retarded. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, he was a he was a. Weren't you a zombie on The Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah.
1: That was great. I, I, I sat in some shit on my way over to the <laughs> set.
4: Also, uh, Richard's a fan of horror and comics, like uh, and sci-fi, like all this stuff. He loves that Fangoria shit. Yeah.
3: And that's and that and once again I think that's where his connection is is because of a lot of the um the the makeup artists the special effects people who who met him through cons or known through the show or he's known for for through his band and all that such so he's 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 made you know he's he's um he's Forrest Gump he's walked yeah. life and met people like he's
4: he's he's, he's, he's no he's, a, he's he knows a thing or two. Well, he probably he probably probably just said he he seems really likable and he got along with people and that's key in the business. I mean, if you can make everybody in the business feel like you're the most important person they're talking to that moment, you'll you're your, your career. It won't I won't say it's set in stone like it's, but it's you're good as gold. I mean, you really do have um, you know. There's so many assholes in Hollywood. I imagine it's rare when people meet down to earth people and word of mouth travels. Good yeah, word I, of mouth too.
3: I often hope that I'm thought about that in the same vein when it comes to the wrestling podcast, because I've met, I've met so many wrestlers through my years of doing the show. And the one aspect about it is that I don't treat them as though that they're, Oh, I don't relate, you know, I have this relationship with them like that. they are these, you know, these stars. I, I look at them as regular people and I don't hound them. I don't bother them. When we, we see each other, it's, 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 a, it's a, you know, a common ground of, of, of pleasantries. It's never this whole, um, big, um, mm. verbose boasting like Wiggy does when he talks about, or when he goes on these trips with people, it's, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's bragging. It, it's, 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 it, and this, this is why he's always awkward. Whereas with Richard, Richard is just like, Hey, look who I met. Uh, I met, uh, uh, James Gunn, And he said, uh, he, I'm real cool. I could go in a movie with him. He takes it. So cavalier and non- nonchalant.
4: Yeah. And it's it's just it, for the express purpose of shitting on one of your guys. I've never understood it. I mean, it, I mean, it's just it's it's super transparent. I guess that's the, that's the part I don't understand. How he doesn't hear how how awful he sounds. He's going to hear it from fans during the time, and he'll address it as as there's a wrap up show segment as well. And then he addresses how much criticism he got. This was probably still at a time when he was seeing some of that feedback. Right. Yeah. And it got back to him. And it was clearly like consensus. I remember at the time, the consensus was why are you being such a dick?
3: Because now he has a new, he had a new punching buggy, uh, a punching buddy. He done sat there and punched, punched out Gary for too long. He needed a new one. But this one, this one, this one was more personal because this is, I wish that was me without saying it did look
0: like i, I looked had, like shit yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah i had shit all over my pants it looked like i love these directors
1: they're making this billion dollar movie and it's like a little private goof they stick richard in
2: it wasn't a
0: goof but i
2: wanted to of course to do it's it. a
1: move a, a goof
2: he's goofing <laughs> on you dude no
1: yeah 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 wake up
0: there are people that are being paid millions of dollars yeah to stand there and then there's you Get a real
1: role like Benji did in Sharknado, and <laughs> <laughs> he gets eaten by a shark. <laughs> no, it's just like a lot of directors. Are-
3: okay, and I'm not gonna shit on the Benji role in Sharknado thing because, well, maybe I will just a little bit. But any case, um, <laughs> but once again, and even Benji's thing had became it had become one of these Stanley kind of things as well because it became when will Benji die in a Sharknado movie or something like that. Right, but. We're going to compare a you know money's money, but a low budget C style horror TV movie on sci-fi as opposed to a multi billion dollar Hollywood flick that Richard got on, and he's calling it as they say in wrestling a rib. He's saying it's a joke. That that's a that's a lot of money for a joke. That's ridiculous. <laughs>
4: That's that's a way too much expense and time devoted to when and, and those Marvel films. I mean, like as much money as they make, we know how cheap they are with the um, salaries. So mm-hmm. it stands to reason they're probably also cheap and directors like they get these TV directors that they know they don't have to pay that much money. Hence, like there are very few times like they got Sam Raimi to direct the last Doctor Strange. I think it was because they were, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly why, but he wouldn't have been cheap. Sam Raimi at this point in his career.
3: Yeah, and the and the um, like you said when it comes to salary, what they do for the um, for the actors is they give them the points, and they come off with the money.
4: Uh, and they can they can, but at Marvel, I don't think a lot of a lot of them were getting anything except their salary. I don't believe. I mean, they make they're going to get if if stuff is is you know on on. Uh, Eventually goes to regular TV. Let's say, like you know, you don't think Superman, the the movie, the original, the Dick Donner films. I'm sure Christopher Reeve, for every TV showing, got money in residuals somehow, but not massively. And like you know, he wasn't the money that Robert Downey Jr. made being Iron Man kind of thing.
3: Robert Robert went in at five hundred thousand for yes. for for the an initial, and he ended up taking the points later on, which became the the. The model for everybody else who started doing the uh, the rest of them, uh, the the Captain Americas, the 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 the, um, the 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 Avengers and all that. Everybody else started taking the points, and that's where they end up getting their their, their salaries at. But for um, I wonder how much points Howard got for private parts. I wonder
4: <laughs> zero. 0. <laughs> well, the, the thing is also like if a film doesn't perform, those points can sometimes add up to nothing because they have to recoup other costs first before you see anything.
0: Right. And
4: when they get when they foreign rights, this, that and the other thing, when it comes to, well, as I was saying before, I was thinking along the lines of not only does Marvel cheap out with Marvel cheap out with uh, talent necessarily. They also cheap out with um production costs like if they can save a nickel with someone who can do it in three takes as opposed to someone who needs 15 takes who do you think they're going for
3: right plus they go they they always let the they always let the actors
4: recoup with uh merchandising and all that stuff image and likeness and stuff like that they always recoup there and they know that they're also at cons they're going to make some money off of it too so it, it you know they, they, you can get it from every angle at some point. Uh, it's when, uh, <laughs> but it's funny we're going through the movie memorabilia thing with the stern. Like he, he wanted that Iron Man mask so bad. Like he wanted something, something legit from the film so bad, and not understanding these props. Number one, they may get reused again. That's why they hold on to them and warehouse them. But second of all, they, they're not stupid. They're not giving away that shit. Who do you think is going to get Thor's hammer? Like someone's going to bid on that for fucking, I don't know, a million dollars eventually. Right. But no, but
3: the real the real one and I just started thinking about it was how he was so he was so determined to get in that John Favreau house and that whole thing that he backed Cowboys and Aliens out of all movies that you were going to back Favreau in Cowboys and Aliens was not the one. <laughs> that
4: was do, the- do you agree? It looked like the, the, the trailer. It looked like shit just from the trailer alone. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So, do you think it got away from Favreau? do you think he just uh didn't understand what he was doing or do you think he he, there was a train rolling downhill and he 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 couldn't do anything about it
3: yeah there was no there there was no backing out he had to finish it and get it done and and put it out there he had to see whatever yeah
4: that thing made it, it cost. i think it cost 160 million and made 160 million and, and then people go oh it broke even no it lost 50 percent, maybe more with with the yeah. the amount of money they they tried to plug in that thing like the promotion thing for that film was extraordinary it wasn't exactly. days of thunder big but it was pretty big so they probably lost uh probably a hundred million at least on that on that movie
3: yeah I, and i don't and and i i think the only way he got back on it was because he tied himself with the marvel movies
4: yeah but that well that was I mean that was post Iron Man 2 if I'm not mistaken
3: oh, yeah yeah no that's what I'm saying and because um um everything else had been done with him was independent and uh, in, like movies like chef and
4: such like that chef was later and chef I was actually shocked. chef cost something like 11 or 10 million and made 40. so I loved that's it. a that's I love, yeah, I, love, I still say one of my favorite movies is really is a good movie. He had something personal to say, and um, and he did it right. And he had all the right character actors there as well. I was right. actually not annoyed by John Leguizamo for one for one moment. <laughs> hey, leave, leave my man Johnny Legs alone. I like. <laughs> uh, he's he's actually not bad for an interview. But sometimes in movies, I kind of get annoyed with him. Uh, I don't know what it is.
1: you listen to the show and stuff. We'll call one of my you know Forrest Gump type guys like Richard. <laughs> And like stick them in for a second, yeah. You know, because they have some sort of you know role on the show, and they stick them in. It's like their
2: private goof. You can't be happy for me, can you? And
1: it's not a quite, I'm, I'm glad oh. you're happy. I, I, of course, I could be. I could be happy for you having a baby. I could be happy for you,
4: you know, stopping. No, no you can't.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I That means you
3: some kind of you know, emotion that, that, that connects with others, right? That, that,
4: that yeah, they, no, that doesn't work that way with you, Wiggy. They say that success is the best revenge. It's never more so than with Howard.
3: I, I also take with him, like, you know, I, I, and I always go with him. I get it. Yes. Because of you, these guys would never get the opportunity and this is what it is. Blah, blah. Because of the show. Right. Me in this instance, James Gunn put him. In the movie not because of Howard because he didn't have that he, he, he that reach that he used to have isn't there anymore he, nope. it seems as though he put him in because he actually likes Richard and wanted him to have
4: this he's delusional he's just completely denus- delusional by 2017 and the other thing is he's probably not even getting these fucking screeners for like I don't know five years six years ever since Super 8 got leaked <laughs> blank, <laughs> so blank. Blame blame on Ralphie for that one. Oh yes. I wonder how many blumpkins Ralph got for that screener. That wasn't like not even not even that good of a film. What a thing to wait. What a thing to blow your load on. Of all those movies,
3: that's another bomb that he freaking he he tried to back as well.
4: Yeah. And it just add it to two Leslie and, uh, you know, every other, uh, uh, what was that? What was that thing? Oh yeah. <laughs> One time when they got advertising. Clearly it was a paid plug. Ninja assassin, Robin, Robin plus said It was a fantastic movie. She's the same woman who said last action hero was a good film.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Eber, the both of them.
4: Yeah.
1: Drinking. I can be happy for you for writing a great bit. But they, they, well, what well, right, well. so you pop up for a, a half a second in, in Guardians of the Galaxy because why? Because the, the the director's like goofing on you, dude.
2: Oh, I think it's yeah, awesome. All
1: right, get out and be unhappy like <laughs> me.
2: <laughs> Sorry.
1: All right. all right, go ahead, be happy. Okay. Happy like a mongoloid. There you go. This guys, a, this guys, a fabulous drummer, one of the best metal drummers in the world. That this uh, guy's sticking him in the movie. He's dandy
4: now he's using the drumming as some kind of like a stat like all the first of all he, for, he he in the one mo- in the one breath he's denigrating richard for just being famous for shitting his pants and doing phony phone calls and and on the other hand he's saying well no he should respect how he should respect richard because he's a great drummer what the fuck is it
3: he only says that because after dave grove praised richard that he actually gave him some kind of uh of of, of of status for it and he mentions that but even still it's like what, what 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 does it even matter of what uh richard shows prominence in something you know he's he's like i said he's making his laissez-faire way, way through the world and finding his way into these 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 movies or these these moments and jesus all right you know what you're right. I don't need you to be happy for me. I don't need you to 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 pat me on the back for it. But sh- why shit on it? It's because you're jealous of the fact that you can't hit it.
4: I want to bring up the clip. I, I know I have it somewhere, but I'll have to find it. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I know for sure I have it. I just, I thought I'd already isolated it, but Bowie told a story about Mike Piazza, the catcher for the Mets way back when, I think he also played for LA, but I, I can't, I could be off on that. How he went on to, he met him one time and he, he had, all, all Piazza could talk about was Richard Christie. Cause he was a huge death metal fan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I remember
4: that. And I imagine it was one of those things where because, like, Bowie loves music but only of a certain type. They don't have the understanding that someone could possibly have a following outside of their little circle of influence, their little semi-fucking-six-foot circle of influence. And so when something like that happens and people go, wow, I really like this part of that person's whatever, this what they do, they – first of all, they don't want to address it because that that denigrates – for some stupid reason, instead of taking pride in it, they go – well, yeah, but he's on our show. He's famous for our show. He's not famous for that shit. Uh but at the same time, you know, like you should be more than happy that there's recognition outside of the world of of Stern.
3: If if Wiggy really wanted to be in a in a Marvel movie, he could have taken the Michael Keaton role in Spider-Man and been vulture. But he'd have been the old 90s version of vulture. He'd have had to take the wig off, show his bald head.
4: <laughs> he could be Modoc. <laughs> <laughs> guys you have to get with the comics to get with this one and just look at it and spell it m-o-d-o-k if i if i unless i get it wrong and um check it check it out when (laughs) when john buscema was drawing him in hulk (laughs) it's exactly what howard should look like because it's just like one guy that's glued to his chair and uh you know just walking around this big fucking massive shit and, uh, anyway, uh, and directing people, like ordering people around, it's pretty much the same character. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, getting back to Ryan Seacrest. What? Hello? Yes, Todd. Hi, Todd from Texas, everybody.
2: Hey, Howard. Hey. Hey. You sound like an hey, <laughs> uh, like extra whiny. This is fuck my, off, man. asshole. What do you know yeah,
1: about it? Fuck you, you. Everybody would want to be in a movie, man. Richard. No, they don't. Fun. He's having oh, fun. Yeah. It's insulting. It's insul- how's it insulting? Because he's got it? a career. Let me ask you something. What do you do for a
4: living? Uh, <laughs> uh, so we wonder where Bowie got it from.
3: I wish I wish I had the bell sound every time they do it. I I I need to, I need to
4: I need to put that sound effect on every time it's what do you do for a living? <laughs> All right. Hey, what's your Howard Finkel impression like? Uh
3: I, 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 I can get it. it it's got to come through me. Give, give me a second. It'll come.
1: it All right. Fair, fair enough. I work in an oil field. Right. You work in an oil field, and 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 you have an important job. You have to find oil so the country can run, right?
2: Uh, I'm part of the process, right. yeah.
1: So what if your boss said, like, as a goof, hey, let's get that guy, and um, let's get him to work a piece of machinery for a second. That's it. Way over his head that he doesn't really do, and we'll just kind of sit there and laugh as he pretends to... You know what I'm saying? King of all
4: shitty analogies strikes again. Nothing was above how, uh, 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 Richard's head, and they probably got that in one take.
3: It, it, it's a, it, that's that's the the sad sound
4: effect, the horn. The
3: wah, 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 wah. No, that doesn't. It's not the same thing. Oh, he, you, you're gonna you're gonna compare him in a movie to working in an oil refinery where nine times out uh, nine out of ten times, if you don't know what you're doing, you can get killed.
4: Well, yeah, you're certainly not going to be working around with other people. Uh, you, you're using very dangerous machinery when it's not used by capable hands.
3: Stupid. Oh, God, I I hate him for that.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry to do this to you. <laughs> what's your What's your cool-down method after you listen to this fucking dreck? Like, and we dis- dissect this thing. It's like, there has to be... Do you watch, you know, um, Animal Crackers, like, afterwards? Do you... <laughs>
3: Uh a lot of a lot of alcoholic beverages and heroin. It's just like I get Artie mode. No, it it uh it's funny because the older stuff don't it doesn't bother me as much. Like the 90s stuff, yeah, the Jimmy era, the Billy era, even early Artie, it doesn't bother me as much. So that's what it's now. It and this is like the old crotchety man. And it's 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 explosive during this that. And during this time that it 's occurring that this is the 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 reason why I left the show like it, it, when it became that I really piss on everything that's when I'm like, "You know what? why do I need this negativity in my life? It's like cutting off toxic
4: friends I i don 't need to be around them anymore dude you, you you're so right, and and the fact is when When something's not giving you joy anymore, you really just should stop doing it. It does on all, in all walks of life. If a car is bothering you, just get rid of it. Get another car. Like if it's, it's causing you more hassle than it's worth. If a friend, you know, is a miserable fuck, you know, maybe you have to take a break from that person and you couldn't take a break with Howard and come back and expect there to be any kind of difference. He's only gotten worse as he's gotten older. Like really, he was a crusty old fuck when he was in his forties. Now he's actually closing on 70 and he's only worse.
3: I was I was explaining to my cousin today because he asked me about you know what's going on in my podcast world and I was expl- I was explaining about QF and he asked and he's like, why you used to love that guy why are you doing a podcast about you know not liking him anymore I said because there's a time in life where things run its course and there's a community of people who feel the same way and who listen who used to listen and feel like what you know what what was i doing what what happened and where did it so i was like there's a, there's a big dynamic when it comes to listenership with people who share that same uh, sentiment about the show and plus it's always entertaining to to bash the shit out of the fucking the the, the wig wonder
4: <laughs> I love fucking on him yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if there's no enjoyment, we're just not going to do it anymore. But, um, and if you guys don't want to hear us anymore, we'll we'll shut the fuck up and we'll we'll go on a will go about our merry way doing a, you know, a four hour podcast about you know Winona Ryder, but um, you know, and then ask for you know Patreon after years of saying we're not going to ask for, for Patreon money, but um, let's uh, let's continue with this one because uh, a guy, it only gets worse. It just gets worse, and he doubles down after he's been told he's wrong. And it's right. one of the situations where someone said, look, you got to apologize. If, if his agent had told him, he probably still wouldn't do it.
2: you think people were sitting around making fun of Richard because he was yeah. in a movie, though?
1: Not the people. Okay, you're right. I'm wrong. What do I
4: know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's
4: deflated.
3: <laughs> it's true.
4: Like, no one else is shitting on this except for him
3: and um Blobbin, and that's it.
4: Yeah. and Fred's quiet because fuck's sake you know he desperately wants it he was he's probably going how come that fucking that Kansas City hick gets a fucking part in a goddamn blockbuster comic book family friendly film and I can't get one audition. Yeah no,
3: and this is what I was gonna bring up as Fred's sitting there going oh, why not me? Yep. i am over here doing law and order freaking spots for like and he's just in a screen as long as Richard was and he's playing a freaking smoke shop owner. Like I I don't I don't see why he doesn't he
4: doesn't bash Fred for that. Well, I was going to ask you, did that ever come up on the show? I don't believe it did.
3: I think it it, it by, you know, it was a quick brief through brief discussion, if not nothing crazy cuz some I like a caller called in and said hey I just saw Fred on Law & Order but, but nothing nothing insane no wow. everything that comes up is that Fred always wanted to be a cast member for Saturday Night Live or a yeah. uh, writer on the show that's the only thing that
4: ever comes up and uh, could you imagine Fred on SNL these days yes I could because it is that bad but um and and writing I can't even imagine how bad those sketches would be
3: I, I I would have probably seen him during the late now the early eighties. <laughs> that that time when when Gilbert was on there yeah. when um when Downey had a, 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 a half a season stint, like I could have I could have seen him there during that time because it was it was dreadful then. But oh uh, yeah, uh, no no not not any time no.
1: In other words. This guy works in the oil industry and whatever he's doing, you know, it's important to him. It's his way he makes his living. So all of a sudden, the boss at the oil company goes, hey, hey, uh, hey, uh, Steve or whatever that guy's name was. My buddy's coming in for the day to perform your uh, to perform your function at the oil company. Like just belittling your um, your whole job by showing you. I'm going to some...
0: give him a line.
1: Yeah, we'll yeah, Let yeah. him say
0: two words. Yeah, yeah. Stop it.
4: It's not belittling. there's nothing belittling about it, especially it, if he's willing to do it first of all. Second of well, I mean, well no, that, that's, that's that's wrong. By my own rationale, Howard exploited people for ages who didn't think they were being exploited or didn't realize it because they were too stupid, but it's still exploitation. In this situation, uh, Rich Richard's all in. If he's enjoying it, there's no if he's enjoying it, then he's not feeling he's exploited. It is not exploitation,
3: right. And it's also he, if I'm not mistaken, he might have a SAG card. He might have one already. So, and yep. he's already he, he already has a a, a portfolio. He has a, a a resume for acting. It's already there. Yep. It's a line. It's one line, and it's also called being an extra in a movie it that's that's what people dream of doing when they get into the business the first thing they dream of doing is being an extra that's where you start i was an extra in a in, a, in like four or five movies before or, or 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 psas and stuff like that and just mm-hmm. to have when it's like yay cool like you know you're not taking a line from somebody else that's just the business and every actor knows that
4: it, it here's the thing i look through uh richard's you know, his parts here. Okay. Um, he, okay. Super twink, of course. Um, Harold and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay. Um, I've been looking through here just one by one by one adventures of serial buddies, um, hey, motor city, Rick and Rick and Morty. Okay. So he had a voice in there. Jersey shore massacre, uh, uncle grandpa, guardians of the galaxy, Nerdland, land body farm. Okay. So these are things that it's just extra stuff. And it right. might be just him as Richard sometimes, but it's still something you throw on your resume.
3: Right. You know, and and these, these this is him. Building a resume or even if it's like I said, the Forrest Gump thing where you just, you know, happen to meet up with people and hey, work and you're networking, you know, uh, I how about if it was just that he he got the gig because someone was a fan of charred walls or the dam. Right. It, 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 are you still going to shit on him for that?
4: Yes. <laughs> 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 when in doubt.
3: Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: Or you know. No, you you want to have some pride in your job. I forget. It. I can't explain it. You know, I don't even know that there is an explanation. <laughs> there is. Richard's. I believe in Richard. I actually gave Richard a real job. <clears throat> if this guy believes in Richard, as an actor, give him, give him, give him Kurt Russell's part. Let him do the Bradley Cooper part.
3: Exactly, exactly. You see, and this is his mentality because that's how he went into everything. Yes. His mindset was, you know, we hear his conversations about uh, when they wanted him to do SNL, and I wish he would have hosted SNL because I would have loved to see how. Bad that would have been. I it, it would have it would have been it would have been a massacre. It would have been like, like watching a train hit a car with a garbage with a garbage truck and an airplane hitting all at once. It had just been that much of a disaster.
4: I guarantee, without a shadow of a doubt, he was deathly afraid to host it for a number of reasons. Number one, being found out as being unfunny and completely wooden and a shitty, uh, you know, comedian like shitty stuff, sketch comedian. Number two. The wig. Having to go on and put different pieces of hair and having them find out that he doesn't have his own hair. He didn't want that to happen. You know what I would wish
3: we could find? His old episodes of Hollywood Squares. I would love <laughs> to find that. There was, there, even a, there was even a moment where I believe that he was the announcer. He took the Shadow Stevens role for a bit, and um, Shadow Stevens took um, John Davison's part. Yeah. Uh, and I would love to see that footage of how that what how, how, how it had gone but they're not they're not on youtube i don't i, I tried looking for them i couldn't find
0: i 20% Wait. of the time or 40% Holy of fuck. the time never artini or what a... <laughs>
3: look, look where he was he's in the bottom he's in the bottom uh, uh row in the middle which is the shittiest fucking square to have they gave I him think, the
4: square is he at the bottom or is he at the top there oh,
3: he's at the bottom
4: Okay, hold on.
1: And from the top of the charts, Glenn Campbell.
4: That's his voice. Yeah, he's at the very bottom, you're right, right below From
1: newspapers nationwide, it's Dr. Joyce Brothers. From International Glamour, Princess Zaza Gabor. And from Police Academy 5, it's Leslie Easterbrook. From the Hogan family, Edie McClure. And me, from New York Morning Radio, 923K Rockets, Howard Stern.
4: He had all the fucking confidence of a fucking <laughs> like a paper boy. He
3: had all the confidence of a fucking terminal can
4: <laughs> look at him. In Hollywood Square. He oh. he 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 was, you know what? He was pissed. He was pissed he was on that show.
3: <clears throat> and, then, and then the conversations that he had with Jackie with Jackie. gonna
4: be a hundred the next week.
3: Oh man. <sighs>
4: That's brutal. Oh, Hollywood Squares. Is that the same one as Spring 1989? Hold on. let's try. That is the same one, yeah. Okay. So at least someone thought to upload that. That's brutal. But I don't think he answers a single question. I'll have to just – let me just go through it.
3: But he was there, he was there for, for a week. He was there for five – damn, I would love to see what – what because it, it had to be.
4: There had to be more. No, man. I'm going right through it and just – with even with the commercials, okay. Just going through real – Real quick, Jim J. Bullock. He wasn't even they didn't even bother asking. Michael Winslow, they asked him, okay. It's still on. through? His light is still on. That's brutal.
3: And then he says he he tells Jackie when Jackie did it, and Jackie's like, Well, you did it. He goes, I went on it as a goof. And Robin's like, Come on, you didn't know he went on as a goof. Did you hear him like that? He sounded like he was really trying.
4: Okay, now I- here they show you they show you pictures of the squares like as just stills. And I don't think they get to his. Although that's just goodbyes. Yeah. They probably they, filmed, they probably shot to him, and he was just like his head was buried in the mic. Or well, under his wig. And they also because they probably thought no one's gonna know who the fuck he is. shadow
3: used to get a better square than he did <laughs>
4: yes oh that's funny oh so he doesn't even get there he is oh
3: wow that's that
4: yeah i would love i would love to. This. <laughs> this would have been better with daniel carver i can't believe that i sat through an entire episode of hollywood squares just to hear howard describe some prizes <laughs>
3: Uh, Gary the retard. It'd have been great with Gary the retard there.
4: Uh, let's see. Um, almost no enthusiasm from Howard, but Shadow did an awesome job hosting. Um, Howard wanted out of there bad. Well, why was he on it? Exactly, and it was because it was he wasn't promoting anything. Oh man,
3: because he that wasn't. Was... They were in, they were um, coming to L.A. because he meant you heard him mention he's in a, a New York's ninety two three K Rock. yep yeah.
4: That's funny as fuck. <laughs> Jesus, you couldn't even there's 30 minutes, 21 minutes of real estate somewhere in there. He barely features in it and doesn't get a picture, doesn't get a shot of him saying goodbye at the end because, well, you know, if they didn't, if he didn't speak, that's another reason why you wouldn't have him on there as an outro. But my God, it's in the box is just, <laughs> oh, he wasn't like Gilbert got asked. Gilbert was, you know, he was he would do those those shows like the newer version of it and stuff. Unbelievable.
3: Yeah, Gilbert had the best one when it was the last uh, questions, the last question of the round before they had to go for the big money or the big car. Yeah. yeah, And it was, you fool! Every time
0: they got it wrong, he just yelling out. Right, Robin? That's what we're saying.
1: That's what we're trying. I
0: mean, they hire him or don't hire him.
1: Yeah, don't put him in for like a second. That's like getting an operator. You know, a doctor's going to do an operation. He's like, hey, my buddy's coming in today. He's going to hold the scalpel during your operation. We'll let him uh, we'll make the first incision.
4: But, guys, the, um, no joke, we just were we talking about the Hollywood Squares. We found an 89, uh, like a version from the summer of 89 where he was on uh, this Hollywood Squares. He was bottom square below Shadow – not Shadow Steve, but Jim J. Bullock at the center square, and they didn't even go to him. And when they <laughs> – we were laughing because he had – he did the announcements, and he sounded completely unenthused, and no one called on him. And that was
3: his gig. And just like he's talking about how – Richard got his gig. Someone put you in there as a goof because look at you,
4: you, you, you your confidence was just blown. But you also, but you, he accepted the gig as the real thing. That's the real takeaway. Forget about the embarrassment of being on there. You asked to be on there,
3: but yet he, he 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 flowers it by telling Jackie when Jackie did it. Oh, uh, did you get it? We did it as a goof.
4: No, you took the gig. You yes. wanted. It. There was and no this, promoting anything there. If I was Richard, I would have thrown this in his face. Exactly. Yeah.
1: No, they don't do that because being a doctor is a serious business.
4: Eh, come on. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> That's, the end. That's the end of that. So hold on. And the lo- next bit, guys, is I me. I thought I was <laughs> no. no. I thought I was like, for you? <laughs> no, uh, there's 30, 37 seconds of a wrap-up show caller, which at this point in time is a lot. Most of the, they would not give any caller that kind of real estate for shitting on Howard in 2017. Right. Yeah. I do like him. He's a good story, but he didn't come. But listen, Gary, you had not, should have
3: booked the guest today. Did you have any clue you are going to get beat up today? And I swear, I believe Howard wants everyone to be miserable like him, where he doesn't want to be part of a movie. He doesn't want to get out. I like the angle that they want to use them for promotion, but not for this movie. I just think how it's like
4: he wants everyone not to do anything because he don't like to do anything.
3: Well, that's part of what I was saying. I, I just think he doesn't like people to, to, you know, he doesn't want to do anything. So why would you want to do it? Um, I, he, You know, listen, one of the great chapters of his book, it goes, if you're probably not like me, then I don't like you. That's a
4: chapter in his book. Um. Okay, so that's that's the the extent of that clip. That's the most that I could get from from that day, and then what happens on the following day, the ninth? Uh, there's there, he hears he has heard the feedback, and so here we go.
1: Hi, Chad. You're on the air. Hello, my sweet love. <laughs> yes, hi, sweet love.
4: Hey. Chad from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that- I feel
1: like you, you hate Richard deep no. down. What? Yesterday, yesterday you were such a prick. You to guys Richard are such about, fucking you know, douchebags. I got all these emails about Richard because Richard is has like a little like three second scene in um some movie. with the what? With- some movie.
3: <laughs> that's when you, that's when you know he's really pissed. Like yes. now now he's like disregarding it. He's it, 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 it's it's nothing to him now. Some movie. F- oh yeah. It's a movie that fucking the commercials made
4: more than fucking <laughs> the trailer got more hits than, than private parts got got viewers. Guys, I did the look. I did the looking up. You trust us to do this. And we did the Guardians of the Galaxy first movie trailer. OK, just on the official Marvel site, not the other ones on, the, you know, BuzzFeed.com or whatever the fuck the um, first Guardians of the Galaxy trailer has if i'm not mistaken uh official trailer number one 10 million views that's the first one the second one the teaser trailer that came out because there's hold on there's the official trailer 10 million the teaser trailer 22 million views and guardians of the galaxy 3 the latest uh trailer it says new trailer 222 that's how many minutes the uh, minutes and seconds the official trailer has 28 million views from four <laughs> months ago. And the uh, the new trailer that they came out, this one that I've just mentioned, has 13 million views. Pro- let's check out the private parts trailer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> MovieList.com. There's, you know, Sony. Well, first of all, uh, we forget that, um, by the way, guys, the uh, Reicher Entertainment went out of business long, not long afterwards. The company that put this piece of shit out. So... <laughs> You can't really get a good number, but there is, um, even like certain scenes from private parts, let's say this one that's been out eight years, match game, private parts, 387,000 views. Okay, fine. Um, you know, the, like the interview of him on Larry King that was put up six years ago, 96,000 views, private parts, kill bossa scene, 404,000 views 10 years ago, 10 years on YouTube. Okay? We understand. The film was long done by then. But the whole point is, if he has millions of viewers, and millions of hits, and people really love this shit, they would go back and watch it for a fucking lark. It would be in the algorithms. It would be suggested. He is so fucking pissed that he's so pissed. He's just absolutely pissed that he's not involved in this. The other thing I remember
3: is when um, when Private Parts was coming, when it was coming out, they, ha- they had a website. Yeah. And... When the website came uh when the website came out, it was it was uh, boasted that uh, the site crashed initially for the first couple of days, and then uh, it was found that it had a million hits in the first couple of days. And uh, this is when Baba Boy did buoy math, and uh, he, he fucked up the whole numbers, thinking that hey, both that means you're going to make six hundred million uh dollars if 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 it's done right and they're like oh, what And it, uh and it was like no it's not that's not the proper math. no well when you do the the when you when we finally got the totals of numbers uh from ticket sales and what it got it shows that it was a flop yep um Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, once again, we could, you know, we'll say different different genre, different category, style, different type of movie. But like you said, his 28 million followers on Sirius and whatever the case he used to, he would always boast. Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy on its first night. First night. Guardian Galaxy won. First night. Cleared 60 million.
4: Yes. 60 million.
3: First night. Thursday and, night swings,
4: and Thursday. this was not this was not like a tentpole, like a Hulk movie or Spider Man or one of these massive, massive, massive characters. This was a collection of, you know, complete unknown characters to the right. to the general public.
3: Right. It's a it's a it's basically a premise of which sold to the audience about a CGI tree and a CGI raccoon that <laughs> make jokes. Not and not anyone who were who unless you were a real comic book fan would know what Guardians of the Galaxy was. And still, first night. And not 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 many of them say money. I'm not even saying cash wise. First night, I believe it was around it was roughly around twenty-five to thirty million tickets sold. Yes. First night Thursday. So he barely did that for the <laughs> for the movie's extent uh, in theater. So Oh yeah, there is a bitterness there. I tell you, he should have attached himself to some kind of um superhero movie. He, 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 let's,
4: think of, let's think of anything that he could have played. Look he at the have... end of look at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Stallone, Michelle Yo, right. um, Ving Raims, they all played cameo parts just to um, be like these Ravenger captains from various I, ships.
3: Miley Cyrus was one as well. Was she? I believe so. I believe she was one of the uh, one of the Ravagers as well.
4: I'll have to look that up, but either way, it's something that, like, first of all, it's for kids. It's for your kids, especially, like, for some of these people. Like, I get a chance to be in one of these so they can see me. It's a fun thing because you know you'll be able to take your kids. But the idea that um, he... You know, he shits on Ronnie when he gets the Adam Sandler gig that we're going to tackle that one eventually. And it's in the same ballpark. I believe it's the year 2018 when that happens and he completely shits all over Ronnie. And it's just another tie in into how narcissists have to fucking tear down everything against them, tear down everything around them to make themselves see much better. But also, like I said, rank jealousy. That's it. Oh, it yep. can't be, you know, and so it's, it's multi reasons, but it all stems from the same well of insecurity.
3: Yeah, it's once again. Um, I wish it was me,
1: but fuck you if it's you.
2: <laughs> yeah, the the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, of Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah. And
1: people are like, "Why are you so mean to Richard? You hate. Richard. Why would I fucking hate Richard? I fucking hired the guy. I gave him a job, so I'm around him every day. You're not around him every
4: day. He's sequestered in a fucking cubicle. Around him. <laughs> fuck. More like he's around. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's he's yeah he's he's furniture. He's just there. Yep. You guys are such assholes. No, I don't. I just feel like deep down you are envious of a bunch of things about Richard, no, especially I'm his ability. Envious, to he doesn't fun. even watch his own balls.
2: <laughs> Not envious at all. You jealous of why I Lick sells nuts? <laughs> no, but I, but I, I love Richard. Thank you, Howard. Yeah, love I, you too. I love all the guys that work here. You just—I don't know, Howard. It's just nah, shut up. Like
1: You're a, just a douchebag you, you because I'm sitting here trying to be funny and entertain you. Don't be <laughs> <laughs> But you're failing. At least he's on his day. He's trying to be funny. He's trying. Trying. He's so fucking analytical about me.
0: And how about he's trying to give Richard some good advice?
1: Yeah. About being in a movie? Yeah. It's just about stupid. not
0: wasting his time.
1: Right. But it's fun. He yeah, yeah, it's fun that. for you. He's in show business. He's wasting know, his it's time fun for Richard. Richard, did you okay? Not good. Have I fun want Richard, Richard to have Richard? lots of fun. Okay, I did Chad, have Chad fun. get off my phone, Chad. <laughs> what a fucking moron, Chad. Who's
4: he? Doesn't know anything about my relationship with Richard. He's pissed now. He's absolutely fucking livid. He was already pissed enough that that Richard got this and got good, like praise and whatever, and was all happy about it. You got to shit on his happiness. But now that he's being told he's a piece of shit, this is what you get. So imagine Beth. As a, you know, not even, you know, caller, his wife tells him, you shouldn't do this or you can't do this. She probably knows you. Well, I'm sure she doesn't, first of all. But when she does, this is the treatment she would get.
3: Listen, I've known, I've lived with individuals who have that same, who had that same mentality. Just misery. And there's always that adage of people people saying misery loves company. No, we really don't. We we want to get rid of you people. As I said, you want to cut off that toxicity. They have this this what is it? Uh, Stockholm syndrome at, at, on that show, that they just accept his 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 way of being, and they just say, you know, it's almost like you when you get that uncle who you just put him in the corner. And, ah, you already know. Just leave, let's let's just leave Uncle Uncle Teddy in the corner and let him just watch Dream. TV. Yeah, you know, it just, you know, we just leave him there. He'll be all right. Don't worry about it.
4: <laughs> it's a good analogy because it it really is, yeah, that like family reunion and you got to put up with the uncle so and so who's going to probably, you know, get drunk and talk shit and whatever and then you never have to see him again for the rest of the year. The only reason it makes sense in, in to take that kind of shit is if you have another gig lined up and you're just biding your time. And this being 2017, this this particular clip in the spring, Would make perfect sense if a year later he pulled a sussy or he pulled Richard pulled a, you know, like a stuttering John and managed to get his own gig on VH1 or something else or became like a session guy and like was making money full time as a drummer that can play whatever you want. Well, nowadays with these guys, which is interesting to ask, is they they, they can't really
3: pull off the phone calls like they used to. Um, I guess they're they're they are writers now, if you want to. You consider that if that's what it is. But what are you writing for? And um, I guess you hang around now because it's a check. Because if if Sal can do a uh, straight to video movie, or Richard could pick up a you know pick up a a, a pair of drumsticks and and do a, a concert here and there, whatever. I guess you just keep the job because that's what it is,
4: right? I mean what what I, more why are we there? People ask this all the time, what do they do now? Why are they even on the show? That's how infrequently you hear them. And unless it's a tradeo call or something like that. But they have other people behind there. And I it wouldn't like I said, I believe it's strictly on a do my bits get on basis? Mm-hmm. And if they're, you know, whatever live, uh, they get on the phone. But how much money do i think they're making i think they're still making shit they're still making shit money but uh in a way it's better for them because they don't have to be around that awfulness they probably don't even have to be in studio because there is no studio they can still work from home um and uh they don't have to be in the abuse network basically
3: it's kind of it's kind of Hard, you know, it's
4: uh, hard to read because
3: you know Richard still, if I'm not mistaken, still lives in uh, like the uh, a nice is Jersey. Is it Jersey now? I thought he was in Long Island City. I have uh, no idea. But you know, he has you know two kids. You know, he mm-hmm. has a family. Such you know, then, you know, it's not especially still being in the metropolis of New York City. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not cheap. So no. that um, you know, it, it, how that that money is being doled out by wiggy is is we we know he holds it close to the chest or to the wallet so it's kind of i don't know it's kind of it's kind of interesting to know how they how they they still carrying along
4: yeah he holds on to that money like a tree sloth holding on to a branch man like this is uh, you know he it's just like and like, I guess the question a lot of people would be asking is, well, then why have all these other people and still keep Sal and Richard on? I suppose they do f- uh, serve some function, getting on the air once in a while. But also, I believe they do just literally technical stuff like audio yeah. clips uh, for Fred, perhaps. But again, overpaid for the amount of time you hear them.
3: Yeah, and now that Scott's not there, they have to do that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they they they, they still stay on for
4: that. I'd say that was tacked on and just like, if you want to keep your job, you'll have to do this as well. Like, okay, I guess so. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, they probably got like, they probably got B- cowboy Bob Orton casts on both hands because their wrists are getting carpal tunnel up the ass from clicking, mousing, mouse clicking and using left, have, forcing themselves to be ambidextrous. The iron Mike sharp brace. <laughs> Gotta love iron Mike sharp. He would have liked him. He Howard would have liked him. He actually really did have OCD. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've heard stories. Yeah, they called him Mr. Clean. That was the best story because <laughs> he spent hours. He got himself locked into some arenas because he wouldn't stop showering.
3: That and when he became a trainer, he would have the the wrestlers. That was their routine for the first two hours. They had to clean the ring. And then the last two hours was to clean the ring again.
0: Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Richard didn't get paid. Richard stood around. All I,
1: did, I did get paid. Oh, please
0: what minimum
1: no it's just it's a whole agenda with these directors like they put my guys in as kind of like a, a promotional oh. thing like right. benji with sharknado and then i talk about it it's a
2: manipulation yeah but i'm actually think
0: he got paid as much as yeah. those mentions i know you're actually worth? friend with I'm the director with James yeah. and why Gunn, did you, yeah. how did that happen
2: i met uh, him in vegas right how did that years happen? ago
1: yes When you work for but him
0: on your own
1: and he was he's a fan of the show it wasn't at a, like, uh, a fan show uh, thing. No, I know, show that, thing. Richard, stop it. Why do you think they chose you for that role? <laughs> because
2: so he knew I'll I would talk have a blast.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's worried about your fun. Guy's fucking making Guardians of the Galaxy. He's thinking, how can I have Richard have fun? Guys are so thick. Jesus he, Christ.
3: We're actually... How many people watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2, looked up and said, hey, that's Richard? <laughs> I mean it's only the the handful of us who know him like it, it's it's it, when i first saw it to be honest with you didn't even recognize him didn't Same. even pay attention to it didn't pay attention to it it wasn't until he brought it up that i went yes. oh, and i had to look at it like oh, and i was like oh it is richard i saw richard quicker in the uh
4: harold and kumar movie than i did in guardians of the galaxy well, you could be forgiven in, in the Guardians of the Galaxy because he's so made up and he's it's, he's it's he screams when you scream. Your voice may not be the same as when it's normal. Obviously, most people, right. it's the same. And uh, it's such a quick like if you blink, you missed it. If you went to the bathroom that moment, you missed it. If you were just looking at your popcorn or reaching for your drink or whatever, you could miss it. And, you know,
3: promotion is everything. I, I get it. This is why we have advertisers for everything, even even movies that you go. You don't need advertisements for it because we already know that. It's gonna make 150 million. We know this, but yeah. still, no one sat there and said, "Hey, Richard, do you think you could go on the show and, and and promote Guardians of the Galaxy too? Because, Yes. Because oof, we're gonna really need that Howard Stern audience to see
4: it. Fuck no. Meanwhile, <laughs> Howard just did a 20 minute plug for Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> he- it's like the Heineken freaking uh. <laughs> commercial they did with robin check out that you know,
4: episode <laughs> you know it's it's kind of in a way it, it's like um like i uh, already said and when they started nick of the nick and Artie show he said something like when i went to this connecticut school of broadcasting he said i learned my my the teacher told me the way to get ahead in radio is to make stupid people mad at you because you're going to get more publicity you're going to get more attention and the negative you know the the bit of negative press you may get possibly is going to be worth it in terms of ratings if you're doing mm-hmm. radio. This is back in the day, right? When ratings right. were still something. And he said, "You yeah, just get you know." Go, so that's why we'll go after the Jersey Shore people because <laughs> 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 uh, apparently they went. He went to a place in New Jersey, a bar, and uh, one of the uh, the I don't know, Mike the situation started. Yelling at him. It was on film for the Jersey Shore. And uh Artie, the the, the producers are like, "Alright, we're sorry. You know, is this okay if we're filming this? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know if they got a release or not, but he was filmed in a segment of the Jersey Shore, I guess. And uh Artie was telling a story about these Jersey guys that would want a picture with him. He said, It was so disappointing, Nick. All the guys 40 and up wanted my picture. All the women below 40 had no clue, clue about who I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like and, politics as well. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. pretty much. So, either way, the, the whole point is notoriety. That brings you, like, if even, even a shitty situation like this where he's shitting on the film, it probably would make people in the Stern universe go, like, man, maybe I'll go see that. But how many people is that in 2017? Not much. Right. Not much. No, it isn't. Hey, friends. Yeah, I know.
1: And he puts know. a
2: lot of his friends in his yeah. movies. Yeah, I know. Okay. Right. Good.
1: And then on Twitter. What's the name of the director of Guardians of the Galaxy?
2: Uh, James Gunn. Yeah,
1: he was having an argument with like Paul Feig, and he goes, "Yeah, I'll put in uh, Sal. You put in Richard. It's a, it's a goof." No, I don't think that was him. Yeah, what was the What was going on with that? You guys?
4: So Some... James Gunn, uh,
1: you know, he said, "I I heard Richard on the radio ten years ago, and I needed to put him in the movie." And then the producer of the new It movie said, "Oh yeah, James. Well, I'm going to put J D. in It sequel." Yeah, it's a goof on you, idiots you guys are better than that it's because i believe yeah, he in you really
0: heard something he'd have
1: given you a part right it is a part it's a goof Ugh. and he's gonna put jd
4: in the new it film why do you think he's doing that robin would have been better just shutting her fucking mouth and not co-signing on this because now she's she's sharing in some of the responsibility
3: you know what the the, the thing that upsets me about listening to this is that, that there's actually people who listened to this and mm-hmm. Believe, but what he was saying is true. Yeah. Um, it makes me think. I think about another another um, podcast, uh, another show that I listen to, the uh, Dan Patrick Show. It's a sports show, mm-hmm. and but who also, huge was a huge Stern fan, big Stern fan. And the reason why that he had his uh, backroom guys or his uh, producers on the show as part of it was because he got that inspiration from from Howard. He's also a guy who has made a relationship with a certain big name celebrity and who has given him a small bit role in every movie he's done. Adam Sandler puts him in every freaking movie that he he does now. Mm-hmm. And he has, the, he has, if, you know, probably the most screen time that, you know, like the, a minute in a, in a movie.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: he's a guy who sits there and goes, hey, you think I could get one of the Danettes on the, on the movie, too? And sure, Wiggy on the other hand, just you know, is he's the anti-Patrick? He just is like, oh, "Fuck this! I, I'm not. I, you know, I I hate the fact that you're connected to me and that you're getting these opportunities."
4: How how funny is it that Richard got made up to look like a Ravenger and in makeup looked better than Wig does normally? <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna include it in part of the clip guys but if you look it on youtube you'll find it i think literally you find guardians of the galaxy down there and you'll find the clip
3: yeah he looks like a he he, he was made up to look like a ravenger, and uh wiki looks like a scavenger he looks more like a vulture <laughs>
4: <laughs> like a fucking blue heron
2: it's a goof i don't you're mind. being goofed on i don't mind being okay goofed good
4: off. just know what's
1: happening out there <laughs> fucking guys i gotta explain everything to you
4: <laughs> Jesus Christ Same with the
1: Even
0: the, the
4: audience This Ben Stern
1: No, yeah, It's it's
3: Ben No it's, I think that's more Ray though is honestly Are you really You really
4: well the, well the shitting on things Yes I mean we did that episode With Bob where she He, he explained that uh, he, the, the one part that we believe He's being truthful about Was him shitting Saying that Ray would shit On other mothers
3: I, To him I, I always said that Especially when I'm listening To the old episodes That when he does the episode I mean uh, the um, impression of Ben it's never quite on. Ben always seems like some. It, it, it's never that 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 uh close to an imitation. His ray is exact because that's him. Yes. He is his mother. He's he is his, 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 his the son of his mother. Uh but also when you're hearing him do this, it 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 just exudes the fact that. His whole celebrity is, should have been him, but he knew it couldn't be just him because he needed the cast of characters
4: around him. I think so. And, well, the, the other thing is, of course, like when he does his Ben impression, it's hyper – it's hyper unreal because right. Ben, when he gets on the air, is sort of lackadaisical. Like that was his nature. Like he didn't – he didn't always talk like this. It right. was more like – well, this is the way it was. It was a more faster paced New York style of speaking, and it it, it I hate to say it, <laughs> so like Mark Morrison, he had a watch his flow. <laughs> ben Stern had a good kind of lyrical sound to his voice, where he was comfortable always talking. He never had a problem, and being a guy that worked in a recording studio, you would imagine he would be very comfortable speaking in any situation.
3: He always had proper modulation.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Doesn't
1: get it. Benji was Sharknado. He just shot another Sharknado. Benji thinks it's, it's He thinks he's he's on his way into some big right, action. He's got a career.
0: resume now. He's got uh, yeah. several appearances. It's not doing anything for Ian. What's his name? Ian Ziering. It's certainly not gonna do anything for Benji.
1: And I'll bet you Benji shows up on time for that gig.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. And I'm I'm not goofing on JD putting him on it. I I gave JD a real job because I believe in his skills. Mm-hmm.
4: Same way, you he gave JD a job because you wouldn't charge, give him any money. Basically, what was that one line in the uh, the uh, serious problem uh, Reddit thread where he said uh, he was told, "Look, just up JD's salary to sixty thousand, whatever, it would really mean the world to him." And he says, "I don't care about JD." I believe that. I believe that was an exchange.
3: Can you can you can you imagine once again living in New York City and working with a man who's making? Two hundred and fifty at the time million dollars as they were they were pronounced or whatever. And this is this was you know uh, speculated, mm-hmm. and the trickle down effect is your guy is only making fucking fifty thousand dollars if that to pull video clips. I mean, and any other in any other universe, it be the Colbert Show, be if Jimmy Fallon or anybody who was doing that. There wouldn't be nowhere near making that money. uh, Vinny Favali was known to have made $500,000 a year, and he did nothing at Letterman. Nothing.
4: The Tonight Show writers, I think, I think when um, there was a point there where maybe it was a union requirement, but it was union standard. I think it was something union union scale for writers on the Tonight Show at the time, I believe, were like 200,000. Right. for a network TV show, but they're not on, you know, and these, it's not even like these writers are on screen, but Richard and Sal were for a long time on the fucking Howard TV thing. They should have been paid extra for being visually, visual content, adding to it, and I'm sure it was part of their contract. No, you're not going to get paid anything extra from Howard TV.
3: Well, that's, that's, a, that's um going back to wrestling. That's a, another issue that's that's happening with talent now is that they're not looked upon as entertainers because that's the um the argument of sports as opposed to entertainment. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, Vince came up with the whole sports entertainment thing, not yeah. only because it was for the reasoning to not pay a certain amount of money for a venue, but also because now the wrestlers who can be deemed as talent. Mm-hmm be part of SAG, and he wants nothing to do with that, because that means they're unionized. It's only a handful of them, and especially now with the purchase through Endeavor that, would, that has William Morris with them, that a certain amount, uh, a certain number of them can be tied to that agency, but he won't do it for the rest of them. Wiggy found a way to do the same thing, because I always thought this, the same as well. It's like, why is it that they, these guys um they're not getting some type of, um, writer's, uh, um, union. compensation. Yeah. dues. It, it was, it was, I, I always found that, um, uh, as he would fuck up, procure your, uh, <laughs> aspect of their, their show's dynamic.
4: Well, how do you get a, a non-union show in New York city for all exactly. those years at K rock?
3: Yeah, really? Every, everyone and all, even from the, the Z Morning Zoos and stuff, they all have some type of connection or, or a relationship with a unionized or a compensation.
4: That's he, what I used to think.
3: Yeah, exactly. I don't. And to think that, like Scott, Scott the Engineer, he was part of a union, but it was like him and would ye only. He was <laughs> get those guys and have them do the work. Whereas if you watch a Z Morning Zoo or you know the workings of one, it's always like, four or five produ- uh, um, engineers in the back that's putting all that together. This is why his show was always fucking up where mics weren't working or the audios was bad or uh, they couldn't hear a caller. It's because you only had one or two guys working on that when as opposed to where you get like a breakfast club where you get five or six producers
1: in each aspect of the audios covering every base. Yep. You. You're ten times better than being the goofy guy who gets in Guardian for five seconds because it amuses everybody. but That's I, I believe in you. The, the fucking audience doesn't get that. They're sitting at home going, why are you jealous of Richard having fun? Fuck fun. Fuck fun. Fun. Everybody wants to have fun? I'll tell you fun.
4: Working with me. That's a future drop for the intro. I gotta, I gotta make sure. Remind me to bring, put that uh, one up there. Fuck fun.
3: That one.
1: Uh,
4: I am. I was an eye roll emoji right there. Oh, <laughs> big time. That's fun.
1: <laughs> it is. You're goddamn right. It is. I'm not goofing on you. I'm giving you a salary and giving you a life. When you're licking Sal's balls, you're you're pleasing
4: the world. <laughs> oh, and, <God>. and, <laughs> and and Howard. And Howard, definitely and Howard, you definitely am. More specifically, I, when you say you're pleasing the world, you mean my world, meaning me. Is this is this like the return of the Jackie bashing? Now
3: I I I I used to get the Jackie things for sometimes because uh of course Jackie was very self-serving. Jackie was very um Hey, buy my CD. You know, he he was, uh, you know, he had to wear the smiling t-shirt with the Jackie logo on such a, and I I get that it's, you know what it is, but in this, in this, in this conversation here, it's, it's almost the same thing. Except that Richard is just, he's not self-serving. He's very just in the moment that he's, he's, he's getting these opportunities and it's not like he's fishing for it. It's like, you know, people say, hey, you know, I got a role for you. I got a
4: spot for you. you take it. Well, considering how Jackie was, you know, nickel and dimed for a good chunk of his his time there, comparatively speaking, I'm not saying he wasn't making good, good money than comparative comparative to, you know, normal people living regular working regular jobs in New York City. But um, commensurate to the actual success of the show, they all should have been making way more money than they were. We know this. We've talked about this. However, Um, in retrospect, can you blame Jackie for trying to take whatever he could and Howard for, can you blame him considering what we know, but behind the scenes and what we know of how, you know, the salaries and this, that, the other thing, when you're desperate, you'll do just about anything to try to get ahead. And part of that will be side gigs and side hustles. I think it's sad personally that we had to do that or he felt he had to do that. I think it wasn't, he felt he had to, he needed to to make things to have a little more spending money. He might have to do these appearances, this, that, and the other thing, but for Howard, like there's some kind of, it's, it's a perverse pride in, in keeping them down, obviously, but also like you can't be left to enjoy anything. Why? What do you mean? You you know, you're married, you're happily married. What do you mean? You want kids?
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, um, you know, you, 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 you hear Gary doing the monster trunk shows or (laughs) open, Crazy Eddie is like you would think that, wow, why would he need to do that and, you know, if he's working on, on you know the, the number one rated morning show and you come to realize it's like he was getting shit paid for the longest time. You didn't really you didn't put it together until later on, the the, the, the financials started coming out.
4: It's embarrassing. It would be embarrassing to me as an employer or at least at the head of the show, know, knowing that it's out there, that people in my staff are fucking on food stamps. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. but and so and this is what I don't get. He he was so concerned with what the show, his impression of himself, but he didn't mind being thought of as a cheap piece of shit. He's also acting like if if Richard did the Jackie thing where he
3: went on the, he was he was in the movie and he had on the Howard Stern fist as part of the as part of the costume. Yes. Yeah. No, or Richard had a tradio shirt. I love tradio shirt. And that's another one of those things to where he had a problem with him, uh, with he and Sal uh selling the I Love Tradio shirts and such like that. It's like, dude, what 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 do you want these guys to do? It's not like they were making big money. If they were making big money, hell, you had a big talent on your show, and you knew his his habits and his and his and his dysfunction already. And he had to take these gigs because the money that you guys were paying him was shit.
4: Yeah. And and he also – the fact was he knew that that money was out there. I mean let's be honest. You're already – you find out you can make $50,000 in one night doing 45 minutes of stand-up. Yeah. You're not going to take it? Yeah, definitely. And you're not going to take it every single time you can, thinking you can keep it together for, you know, the rest of the year. If Arnie was in even better shape, like let's say he was in fantastic shape throughout that time there, uh, he would have done more gigs. He would have left. I honestly believe that in a better,
3: in a better uh, in a better environment, a better condition, I think he would have left the show on his own and did something on his own. If it eventually, was, if it, eventually
4: if it was, I think so too. Yeah,
3: it, the monkey on his back. Yeah.
0: Maybe because <laughs> of James Gunn or whatever his name is. James Gunn. James Gunn.
1: Imp- who's who's that? The director. He ain't employing you. He's gonna give you. If he wants to employ you, let make you a fucking uh a, pu- a puppet like he did with Bradley why Cooper. Why
0: can't you be the raccoon?
1: Yeah. Why? Why are you not the voice
4: of raccoon? Ha, <laughs> I'm a raccoon. I'm a talking raccoon. <laughs> it's funny. Meanwhile, Howard <laughs> bragged. <laughs> After private parts, that uh, Betty Thomas wanted to put him in with Eddie Murphy in an Eddie Murphy movie, and then when he found out he was going to be in as a voice for the squirrel, oh, but he Dr. said no. Yeah, for Doctor Doolittle. Yes,
3: and he missed out on that. Yeah, Mara, hey, he couldn't even be Howard the Duck.
4: <laughs> would have been great. <laughs>
3: that would have been would have been great for him.
4: Well, I mean, and, and that was the thing, yeah. The, that was one of the um, in the closing. Uh, tra- that was the cl- in, was it in was it in Guardians 2 at the end? Howard the Howard the know, Duck was, was featured believe,
3: there. Yeah, he was. Um, he was part of the um the uh, the imprisoned uh, um creatures and in, 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 uh, in, on that planet. Yeah.
4: Oh man, I what know, I wouldn't I, do! What, what I wouldn't do for a Howard the Duck movie.
3: Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, well, you
4: know, not the George Lucas one. No. Not that. no. 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 Not Leah Thompson. <laughs> no. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. With all the humor intact, it could be fucking hysterical.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I I don't like talking raccoons. <laughs> That's not real. Well, I am busy here, so I could only take. didn't you, like, you, you ain't getting a, a, a
1: 401k from that fucking guy. You're getting <laughs> a 401k from this cocksucker, me. <laughs> I know. 401k. Remember four hundred and one k? That'll fucking
4: that tells you who your friends are. Oh, yeah, my friend is uh, the boss that's shitting on me for taking another gig. I know I'll never do this again, and and make sure he doesn't find out about it if I do.
3: No, I know fuckers who get a four hundred and one k at fast food doesn't mean that they're getting fucking they're praised for flipping burgers. Come on, let's come on,
4: stop it, Howard, stop. Exactly,
1: exactly, that's right. You know who my friend Remember is? You're
0: gonna have to put a kid through college.
1: That's right. You know who my best friend is? A guy named Jim, Jim Meyer. Meyer. That's right. That's my best friend in
4: the whole world. You know why?
0: He's he employs not me. on you. He gives me
4: a 401k. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone from not only is he only friends with people he pays, but he's also <laughs> friends with people that pay him.
3: <laughs> don't you love, don't, I I love when we always go back to when they ask him who are his close friends and he says, "My therapist." My therapist. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one right off the gate. Wasn't his wife wasn't his his children? Wasn't it? Wasn't Ralph
4: even my therapist? Oh. Dude, it's not even like the similarities between him and Carson go so deep. That's another thing Carson said in an interview one time. His lawyer was his best friend. Uh, that's that. That's sad. That's, that's and and Bushkin had no idea. No, it didn't have any sense that he was even thought of as a friend. He's literally like, "This is my job. I got a high profile client," and it shocked me because we weren't even that close. Hell, it, it wasn't even Bianca. It was my therapist. Oh. That's right. <laughs> so would Howard dive in the pool for his therapist? <laughs> 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 would he remove his boots?
3: Not if it's, it's going to mess up his boots.
4: Yeah. I'm just saying.
1: Jim I don't Myers mind the greatest fucking film. guy on this planet. Don't kid yourself. Not James Gunn or whatever the fucking director
4: is. <laughs> I got to rescue that fucking doctor. I still put a deposit down for the year. <laughs> Retainer. He's my friend. He's my best friend. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: Mm. He put me in Guardians of the Galaxy for 3 seconds as a goof and then he can like have a funny conversation with the director of it and when all the when all the privileged directors get together they goof around on JD and you and Benji and Sharknado, a piece of shit <laughs> movie. Benji's better than that. And Benji's on time for Sharknado, but not for here. It's, you guys got it all backwards. Now get out of here! <laughs> They're like that Mets pitcher,
0: right? They don't get it, and I'm the audience on,
2: doesn't get it. I'm on time here. No, I know I you. I work my ass off here. Ah, oh, come on.
0: Nobody's. I can't you. have a little.
2: See right
4: there, he had a little bit of pushback. Someone saying he Richard goes ah come on he goes ah you know well see I'm always here. What the fuck are you talking about? A little bit of pushback, and he just folds. You know, I I I never understand why.
3: There's the the only one, and I and he annoys the hell out of me in many many instances, but the only one who I I would hear that never really gave him sh- that really always gave him the shit was Ronnie. And the only thing with Ronnie is that like, like like Wiggy would say, he argues like a mongoloid uh, a mongoloid like that. But he never he already knew going in that he wasn't gonna take his shit either. Like he wasn't he wasn't gonna go. At, he and Doug Goodstein were the, were were the only two that the only two that really went at it.
4: Uh, Booy on occasion, but mostly when he got his big balls when he was on the wrap-up show and could talk freely. But and and so then that one that one was kind of more disturbing because what he would realized it or maybe he didn't. Howard will hear the replay, so you're not getting away with anything. You're all you're doing is you're buying time for, you know, until the next morning when he decides he's going to shit all over you. But uh, at the end of the day, you have to you have to f- suss out that, you know, like Ronnie, he's older. He's been there. That's the thing. Ronnie knows exactly how far he can go.
3: You know, it, it, you, after a while, you don't want to kiss the ring <laughs> anymore. You want to stop kissing that ring. Oh, yeah. It,
4: it, it starts tasting like shit after a while. <laughs> Especially don't. when it's been up Ralph's ass. Fuck.
2: Oh, fun <laughs> on the no, you of course you can have fun. But just know what's going on here. I know. and All I'm, right. It, even if it is a goof, I love it. I would mm-hmm. being okay, a, I, okay. I'm a fan it, of the I movie. Okay, I got it. I got it. i call your dad. I love James. He's All awesome. Right. Good. All right? Thank you. I love him.
4: <laughs> Ralph held this uncomfortable ring up his <laughs> ass for five years. <laughs> and now, and now, it's you little man. It's yours. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if that, ring, that ring is like the fucking Green Lancer ring,
4: and it makes everything gay. <laughs> <laughs> the rainbow, rainbow beam.
3: Now, he, he, and I, this is a question I was going to ask earlier. If this happened with Ralph, would he be getting the same tongue lashing? Well, poor choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: would he be getting the same kind of ridicule as Richard was getting? Yeah, between rim shots. Um, <laughs> I think if it was Ralph, I think, uh, yeah, but not the same type, but a sim- not similar, but not exactly the same. Because he knows Ralph is the thing is he knows Ralph knows shit with Richard. It's literally just naked rage, naked jealousy with Ralph. It's more like, I know he's my bitch so I can do whatever I want and he'll have to come back to me. But even with Ralph, there's only so far that he goes for whatever reason. And I think partially because in his head, it is one of those things where, you know what? Um, Maybe one day I will go too far, and Ralph will drop a fucking package off at the New York Post.
3: Is but also because I remember when Ralph would do. Uh, there was a time when Ralph did the VMAs, and he was in the crowd, and he got thrown out for stage diving and <laughs> all this nonsense. But
4: he- <laughs> not not muf diving.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll stay with for that. Okay, uh, but. He didn't give him shit because wouldn't that be a poor representation of the show of him being thrown out of the VMAs? Or it's just because hey, Howard is wild and crazy that that's, you know, that's plausible that he would get
4: thrown out. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, I guess it depends who it is. But Ralph, because also Ralph probably gets way more than Richard. I don't I'm not saying it's a shitload, but I'm sure it's six figures. Oh, OK. Like double what Richard gets, and he has some Polaroids. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that colors the argument a little differently. Okay. Um, instead, where you know Ralph has the uh, Howard has the H- Howard TV Polaroids of Richard, you know, getting his taint waxed and all that shit. So, and it's on the it's on the uh, you know the the playlist at uh, Castle Skull. Go have a baby and get in movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You Understand the directors. It's it's their it's their um amusement. Remember when in in in, in that movie, when when uh, De Niro is talking to uh, well not De Niro the other guy Pesci he goes, "Do I amuse you? Do I amuse you? <laughs> amuse you?
3: <laughs> I amuse you." I tell you once he goes when he once once he got them that 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 new line of teeth. Ooh boy, he was butchering he was butchering the English language. Like if he was like cutting the fat off a steak, I'm
4: telling you. You you saw that picture I posted, that screen cap from one of the Howard TV videos with those fucking chompers wide open.
3: Yeah, let me tell you, he he talked about Sal when Sal got his. Jesus, the, those
4: those aren't even veneers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> veneers, <laughs> their saber tooth tigers don't have such a set. <laughs> exactly, it's like the holy it's fuck. like the Disney- you know but to fat freaking ice age. No kidding. I mean, I'm funny. Funny.
1: How do I amuse you? That's what these guys are doing. But I don't.
2: That doesn't bother okay. me. If that's well, what they're then doing. Then
1: you're then that's who you are. Cool. Then
0: you won't shoot somebody in the foot.
1: That's right. That's it. Yeah. The two directors are like, they get together as a goof. Yeah. I took the fat hillbilly and gave him a two second role. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take that. Uh,
4: that big mumbler from the show and put him in the m- <laughs> fat, fat redneck, fat hillbilly. Sorry, that was the quote. Yeah. Every aspect of it, like that kind of, that's abuse. That's just flat out abuse. I, 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 wh-
3: when I, like I said, when I, when I do my listening of the shows, it's been, even the old shows, uh, but it got more um, heavier, uh, pun intended, during the later years of the show where everything became about the physical look, the, the, Oh wow! You as soon as they walk, somebody walks in into the studios. Like, wow! You've gotten fatter. Oh wow! You you you. How much are you weighing now? It's just it. It's
4: that whole like like obsession with appearance with him. It just it, it It's, it's not, tunnel vision, man. It's just yeah. and it's just it's disturbing, especially at a, an age where you should be not concerned with it. And I'm not talking about how actresses have to deal with it because it is not fair. It's not a. It's not a fair comparison they're judged on their looks and they're given parts based on their looks. That's a different situation. a media guy on the radio or even a sports caster they don't give a fuck only that they look clean and presentable right not that they got to look younger because they're gonna lose a gig because in certain sports it doesn't matter age is no detriment it,
3: it, it, it that and the um just the 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 this the thought that This is so important to you that that these two directors are having conversations about uh, J.D. and Richard uh, on Twitter. Wouldn't you think that that helps to boost your show as opposed to the celebrities you hang out with who's actually talking the real shit? When you leave their fucking summer home or their 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 parties, like get a load of what the fucking Howard did when he was here. Jesus Christ! Wow.
4: You know those WikiLeaks, the Sony WikiLeaks that came out. I wish to God, as part of it, there was like MP3s or video footage that came out of people meeting, like even if it was just coffee shop talk. Like, what about Howard? You check out that fucking rug he's wearing. Oh my God, who does he think he's fooling? <laughs> Latte, please.
3: Jesus Christ. Did you see Beth with the, the line of coke she had underneath her on uh, her nose? Jesus Christ.
4: <laughs> allegedly, people, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. know, yeah, right. She she hates she hates sugary things.
1: I'll raise you a mumbler to the fat hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> the gay hillbilly. Yeah, you know the gay hillbilly who's always licking Sal's balls? I put him in for now you gotta put one of them in. Yeah, I'm gonna One time he licked
4: his balls, he's a ball licker.
3: Ah, oh, you know. Listen, you, all, all you gotta, all you gotta do is is get one in the ass, and you know you you're called gay forever. <laughs> I
1: guess so. <laughs> Put in that mumbling guy who you can't understand. That's even funnier. I don't know. I think the gay hillbilly is better. I know what's going on.
2: Robin knows. I don't mind people laughing at me. All right. I know you don't. All right. Thank you. Can you leave? <laughs> okay. Can I get you to leave? Am I doing that thing again? Yeah, yeah. you're you're always late.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, well,
3: I I was waiting for Artie. Goodbye, Richard. <laughs> see ya. Take care, man. Take care, Richard. Now, yeah. and that's the thing that really annoys Wiggy is that Richard won't give him material, won't give him content. Yep. Bowie would give it to him, DePace would give it to him. Ronnie would give it to him. Ronnie would have gone on another 20 minutes. What's up with you, dude? come yep. on man uh, scott and Scott the scotty would have given to him. richard is like
4: okay well, well nope. listen to how how empty it is when it's just him raging into the nothingness it's no different than that kumia video that uh, i think that that raven sorry that sam and bob are going to cover eventually if they they're not doing the one i'm thinking of without a guest without something somebody to play off of without someone to add something to the discussion and you have a 79 giving you these rants it really is just aimless, pointless, rage bashing, and and uh, utterly fruitless. Like it really doesn't matter because number one, he's already done it. He's in the film. It's in perpetuity, and you can't, with apologies to uh, Tony Bennett, you can't take that away from him.
3: Uh, which, by the way, you can't say it's fruitless because the person who's saying. <laughs>
4: Oops, oh. <laughs> very, very smooth. <laughs> that was, that was like, that was fucking Rakim smooth, man. That was amazing.
2: Cheers. Huh? <laughs> Thank yeah. you for the nice words about my dad. Your I dad's the best. It. And Thank so are you. I, you know I love him. I know. Thank yeah. you. Heather.
0: Maybe it was he was a good son. Did you ever think? No. That it might have been you.
1: <laughs> Maybe. People don't like me. <laughs> But you know what I mean. Like these directors, they're like they take my guys and they put them in these movies for like two seconds.
0: Yeah, it's not real.
4: They take my guys, my guys, me, my, my, I. Yep. Got it. It's all mine, 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 mine. Don't you understand? <laughs> it sounds a little bit like the John Gotti tapes when he's upstairs above the the Ravenite and he's going, uh, "Where's my piece of these fucking construction companies?" <laughs>
3: i need a game. Game. The pig the guy but nobody's giving a piece of so money on anything oh I god daffy, I, I took it as daffy duck when he's doing alibaba in the 40s these like oh, you are not a, it's all mine 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 the movies, <laughs> jewels, everything howard Chup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the references, people get the references
1: oh man ha-
0: seeing something in them. You know,
1: like, like like Baba Booey, too, you know? He gets all excited. Yeah, I'm going to put that ape with the big teeth in.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, even like Ronnie. It, he's a movie star now, too. Like, the, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're going to... And, and they put him in at the end of the movie during the credits. FBI, everybody down on the floor! Yeah. Get down, get down! Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, really? I actually...
3: Okay, there's a difference because Ronnie is. <laughs> okay, wait, Ronnie. I can say it, he he's not Robert Refford. Okay, let's let's go. Let's no. it We're not doing uh, all the president's men here. We're not doing that.
4: Nope.
3: But when he was on Cougar Town, oh, he loved it. Why? Because it was great to have Ronnie on there. Because he was friends with the director and one of the well, one of the actresses and Courtney Cox. He was so friendly with them. It was great because you could promote the show. He's not getting anything out of it with the gun movie without on Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not promoting. He makes it look like it's promoting the show, but it's not. Like I said, he's not wearing the fist logo anywhere.
4: He's yeah, not he, it's not none it's, of that. No, it's not blatant. He brought it up. like Howard brought it up, not him. I was thinking to myself, though, maybe Howard's upset that they don't do a remake of Dog Day Afternoon and he doesn't play the Chris Sarandon role at the end of the film. <laughs> He's got the hair for it. Oh, shit. Believe in you guys and
1: pay you. But, uh, all right. And Benji did Sharknado. I don't even know how that went. Maybe I'll ask him when I get back.
0: He's already finished his...
1: Uh, yeah. Did Shooting for this
0: next.
1: Time? Yeah, it was right on time. I'm like, Gary's in the new Adam Sandler movie and he pops up for like five seconds. And Gary's all proud of himself. And I'm like, Gary. No, oh, whatever. I, I, I don't even want to. Don't get me started. Doesn't matter to me anyway. I don't stop the guys from doing this shit. I, I'm happy for them. If it makes me happy, <laughs> you know, just know what's going on
4: here. I'm happy for them. It sounds like it.
3: What do you what,
4: what? Yeah, Take what? a phone call. No.
3: Wouldn't this deter you from doing anything? It's like, hey, you got the opportunity to be in like the Punisher, the new uh, remake. And he's like, Well, I don't know, cause uh Howard might not like that. I'm gonna be assassin number three that gets killed by the Punisher. If I'm life
4: a, if uh, if life were fair, they would all get Some Hollywood big shot to do exactly for them what Jay Leno did for Stuttering John, take him away, make them more money, make them more popular and leave Howard with nothing. Like at the end of Pool Hall Junkies, when Walken says to Chaz Palminteri, I'm going to leave you with nothing. (laughs) It's exactly what he deserves for all these people. Wilding, everybody that's still on the show right now to just depart Leave, get a better gig somewhere and rub it in his fucking face. Not even like a fucking farewell note. Look, I, I I I would put in my notice, but no, you didn't do that, your early fucking radio gigs, and neither did Robin. So see ya, wouldn't want to be ya.
3: And this is why he can't have a podcast. This is why he won't
4: do he won't be able to do one because no he won't
3: have those can those cast of characters around him and his interviewing is fucking trash. <laughs> Uh, unless you, unless you want to put it like on fucking the, the therapy network or something, uh, do you have father hunger? Uh, or he's not going to have that ability to talk freely on his own because no one cares about his his in his his daily his daily um, moments and such his ins his ins and outs. No one cares if he was only able to to have the ability to to connect with people. Even an inkling, he might be able to have something. But this this day and age, it's gone. It's far
4: gone. Man, no curiosity, no interest in anything. Geopolitical, social studies, um, fucking arts, religion, uh, sports, nothing. I mean, Christ's sake. There's all kinds of like now we're going. So baseball season is, you know, whatever uh, the playoffs, the NBA playoffs are started. I think last night they started the first round, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's something you could be talking about. Nope, he's not gonna talk about it. He's gonna talk about the six hundred pound fucking sisters polishing off a, a double pepperoni.
3: And that's the that's the thing that really I thought would have lost his audience years ago. Because when I listen to the old episodes, it's him talking about Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh or him <laughs> talking about Gilmore girls. And the hardcore audience, which was the guys in that demo. Would have sat there and be like, "The fuck is this fruit watching? Like, what is this?" And then when oh, I love when Audie would bring it up, when when when, when he would bring it up, and Audie would be like, "I am so happy. I don't know who these people are."
4: <laughs> <laughs> there was one line I'll never forget when Lisa G came in with that sweater. I think and already puts on the sweater. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I think I can't remember what what, what it was, but um, the term was I think was sh- a throw or something. Uh, And uh, some type of, you know, light, light uh, outerwear that I guess women wear and um, or shrug. That was it. It was a shrug. (laughs) So Howard goes, what's a shrug? And Artie goes, God, I'm so happy you didn't know what a shrug was. (laughs) he retained his man card only just anyway guys we hope you've enjoyed that episode i know it's a tough it's a tough slog. some of these are really for exposition and some of them are really for laughs some of them are both and um you know it's just one more thing for those of you who have not heard it we're fad we're happy to put this one down to rest and uh hopefully we'll be able to put hit this fucking cocksucker down to rest lay this (laughs) lay them lay him out as well and give give him a nice paul roma triple backbreaker on the way into the fucking dirt nap
3: <laughs> Listen, I, I, it's still, it's still, it's still astounding that while everyone's getting cancel cultured and some are even cancel culturing themselves, this guy still has found a way to trudge through all
4: that. He's still found a way to make it through. I, it, it, it boggles the mind. Well, one thing I'm thinking is like, if it happened to Ellen, like one of these, these threads that just everybody tell us your awful Ellen stories on Twitter, why not do the same for him and see what kind of traction it takes? And the answer is nothing. No one will care.
3: Yeah, Exactly.
4: But I'd love to be able to make it a thing by just say like, "Hey guys, tell us your shitty Howard Stern stories." Ex workers, you know, ex ex interns, tell us. And I'm sure a lot of it would be nonsense. People claiming to have worked for him or with him or that and the other thing is that the other thing. And then you're just going to get a bunch of sycophants going. He's the best man. Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. That that he has even one of those left over is still astounding to me in this day and age.
3: Yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll 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 keep um. We'll keep going through the, the 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 muck and trying to bring uh, diamonds out of it for you guys, if we
4: can. Yeah, we'll peel the onion continually. Continually, we'll cry all the way down to the center of it, guys. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you so much, brother.
3: Goodbye, my sweet loves, and thank you guys for having me on. And uh, once again,
4: support QF, guys and Turnbuckle Tabloid, what you got in store for, uh, well, they don't say for this week, but for future week's purpose when this finally gets out.
3: Oh, man, this past, this past week or so, I was rubbing elbows with some upcoming guys. One in particular is the uh, uh, family member of the tribal chief himself, the head of the table. So uh, in discussions of getting him on the show, we'll talk about that and um, also the, um, the, this, the, the purchase of uh endeavor with uh endeavor and wwe how uh, how does this impact the the future of the wrestlers as well as the company as a whole
4: so we'll talk about that and much more guys sounds great thank you so much brother take care everybody stay safe we love you love you guys laters and hey, not sweet loves <laughs> I, I said it earlier because I- ah, okay <laughs> take, take it one more time one try well give me a refrain all right ready you got it
3: goodbye my sweet loves
4: Perfect, thank you.
3: <laughs> Gay Bor,
0: rock star, friends with Allison, OxyContin, off context, my child, through pills, social worker, CNN. Off context. Press release, Beverly oh, Hills, lunch, Dietary. Like I like you a lot, Black Diet oh. Wendy's. Cowan. <laughs> Cowan, come on, you're great. This is great. Linda Parry, Road songs. Patty and Samantha, the women give. Jessica Cincy, I'm happy. A
1: B C. Okay, ADC. okay. ADC. there Divine bass player. <laughs>